Welcome to episode 93 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. From Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And all surrounding Iowan areas. Iowan? Is that how they That's say what they that? say, I guess. I am Scott Prime. I am Kilowagi. What's your real name? Oh, Steve. Steve. Yep. What's up, buddy? Not much. We got back from Iowa, and it was a pretty fun trip. Um, yeah. We can talk more about that. Um, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Okay. I'm saying I was really tired. <laughs> yeah, it was a long drive. Like, well, we drove back Monday. Yeah. And then I went to work the next day. Yeah. That... And then, so I got up at... 5.45, went to work from 7 to 3.30, and then somebody gave away a shift, and I took that shift. So I ended up working like 7 a.m. till midnight, mm-hmm. and then I had to come home and get up the next day at 5.45, and being 45 years old, eh, it's not so cool anymore. No, that is that is not good. No. I really the, don't get why your job re- does that. really exhausted. Yeah. Well, I volunteered myself into that spot, so... It's kind of my fault. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I took off Monday. I was trying to make up the hours. Yeah. And um, didn't really go to bed early the next night. But on Father's Day, yeah, we went out to eat. We came home about a little after seven. And all I could tell you is I guess I came home and laid down because I don't remember anything else. I came home. It's the true father experience. I laid down. And I you don't, quote unquote rested your eyes. No, I I was zonked out. Yeah, I guess Jennifer put all the kids to bed on on their own. She set my alarm on my phone. Not even Mister Baby Bladder myself. I didn't get up to pee until <laughs> like three a.m. or something ridiculous, yeah. and then I went right back to bed. So I slept like eleven hours. Jeez, it was amazing. Uh, was it actually a good sleep? Oh, because you know how that is. Sometimes you sleep too no, long, no, 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 and no. you're like, "Oh, my body is I killing me." I woke up, and I was just like, "Yeah, my back didn't hurt nothing." I was just like, "Well, they were asking me at, at dinner. They were like, for the Father's Day, they're like, you okay?'" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just tired." And they're like, "You don't seem yourself." And I said, "You don't know how tired I am right now." <laughs> I, am I said, "Tired." I said, "I could lay on this floor and probably f- fall asleep. I'm that tired." Mm-hmm. And they were like laughing at me. Ha ha! That's funny. And I guess I was that tired. <laughs> <laughs> So, you showed them. So, uh, yeah, I packed too much into my week back from traveling all day. Yeah, that would be rough. And um, even though we tried to get some sleep, we never really got any sleep. I mean, five hours, yeah, six hours. That's just trips to play Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's fun. See, anything else Blood Bowl happen much? Because um, we're going to be talking about halflings. They did just release the the next one is wood elves. Yeah, they look pretty good. I like them do. a lot. It's always weird to say you like them when you see them pre- painted by a professional painter, right? But, but I, I do like the sculpts and stuff. Of course, somebody always somebody at Iowa already said something like, "You probably don't like them because they're on one foot." And it's like, well, they're not. Well, they're not a tree. They're not man. ideal, but. <laughs> I mean, I do like the sculpts. There's a lot of sculpts I like. I just don't like that they're on one foot. I don't mind one foot for this. They're elves. That's what mm. they do. Still don't like that, but again, yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to buy any, you know? Yeah, they're dynamic. So. I enjoy the dynamic type, but it's not good for star players. Mm. 
Depends on the star player, I guess. I, I agree. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I do like how they look. I, I thought the style was really cool. Yeah. And the more I play against teams, I'm starting to really like a lot of the new models. Yeah, playing my second ed up against a fifth ed team, <laughs> or the, I mean the sixth ed, the new ones. Yeah, it makes me it feel... It was like, wow, this is just not right. <laughs> no, they look all... Is your team five strength or still <laughs> That's three? That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. I'm going to hit this rotter. Does he have four strength? Because he's, <laughs> he's, he's a giant. lot bigger than my guys. <laughs> uh, the Immortal Cup was also bid and was given to Ottawa. So that came out. Congratulations, Canada. I really thought all this was over. Well, it is. No, I mean, I thought the bid was over before you told me like oh. that was happening. And I was like, really? I thought that was already over. No. Because I thought Canada already had it. Well, I mean, Canada was the heavy favorite okay. and Canada got it. So, okay. yeah. Okay, that's good. So, that happens. It, okay. June of 2020. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Beat, I was going to ask the year. It beat out Denver, Jacksonville, and Calgary. Okay. And Tristan is part of the committee, so he's already been you know chatting about stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I mean it should be fun. Should be interesting. I seriously doubt if I go. So that is in between World Cup years. No, 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 no. no. You're going to World Cup this year. I yeah. can't even believe I just said that. Okay. Well, yeah, we can get not... into some antics about this. I don't understand. They are moving to, to every two year schedule. That they just want to have it more often. Okay. It's, That's up to them, then. It's their tournament. They're going to do if it they how get they the, want. If they get the people, the numbers that satisfies them to yeah. do it every two years. So it's one year after this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Well, it's what? Oh, no. Nine Sorry. months after World Cup? Nine months. Yeah. Because it's June of next year. Okay. I differ. They can do whatever they want. It's their tournament. I don't know why it wouldn't just be every other. That way you could have like the Olympics. You know how the Olympics are summer yeah. Olympics and um, winter Olympics? Talking to someone about that, they're like, well, the, the Olympics are every two years. I go, but that's they're what I'm staggered. saying. Yeah, they're it's, staggered. It's a staggered schedule. It's two different Olympics. It's, and again, if they just get the numbers they want, then that's all that matters. I mean, if they're yeah. satisfied with, let's say, let's say the num- magic number is 100. That's what they and, want. And I get that every time, then so be it. I don't know. I mean, if Powtown in, in Calgary, Powtown just happened same weekend as Iowa tournaments. They got a bunch of people. They got 58 people. That's great. Which is the largest Canadian tournament. That's great. That beats Spike. It beats every Spike that they've ever had. No, I, I saw the numbers. I thought that's really good. So. It is because Calgary was one of the bids and I did the bidding process and I looked at it and the problem with Calgary, it's not near a damn thing. Huh. Like to get there is you've got to fly or you're taking a super long car drive. And for anyone in America, you're pretty much flying because the closest place to you is uh, Montana hmm. or the upper ass of Utah or something like no one's there. Well, so I just mean it's it's doubly impressive that they get well, that many good. people. Yeah. I don't understand the whole World Cup thing. I'm not a part of the committee. I definitely would do it. I would stagger it, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Even if it was every two years, I'd stagger it by two years to get the... Let's say it takes two years for somebody to save up for a long-term trip. Then you could get the Europeans at least every other one. I 
I, but, would, I would have it the same year as World Cup. Same exact year? Same exact year, and then two years after that. So one year, it's the same exact rules of World Cup, so it's like oh, a test prep. Okay. And then you have two years after that, where all the you know, foreigners, if they want to come travel to America, they've got that time to save up. That's an interesting thing. But then if you want to be your own entity instead of like piggybacking World Cup... I don't know. I know. I, 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 I understand. I don't know what their goals are. They didn't ask me, and they're not going to. So, no. therefore, I'll step off and say. But like I said. Congratulations, next year, Canada. Next year when it's going to be, because they want to do it June. And Powtown's in June. So, it's going to be two. The what? Two, the two sides of the country are going to fight each other. Are you being serious? Yeah. Why would you do that? Powtown's always in June. And Oracle Cup always wants to do June. Even for Oklahoma Bowl, we look Just, around and say, "Well, we can't do it because of this." They haven't date set this. the t- they haven't set the date. But sure, surely I, they're not going to do. That. I'm saying Powtown has already said they're going to do like the 13th and 14th of next year. They'll figure it out. Surely, they're yeah, again, that. not up to us. They're Canadians. They'll figure this out. Yeah, it's all it's a boot. I guess it's all a boot. It's all that's all it's a boot. <laughs> well, they figured out everything else, so they'll yeah, fi- they'll figure this out. That's cool, though. Is Oracle Cup teams of six? No, that's less, right? You went. You should know. It was teams of four last time, all right? It was, yeah, because it was Hess, Michael, me, and Joe. Okay, so it was teams of four. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So it'll probably stay that way, I would assume. Hmm. wonder where it's going to be the two years after that. Well, I suggested, and they might change it, they need to... Do the next time they do the bids, they need to do it for the next one and the one two years after that, so that you can get on the schedule of doing the bid four years in advance instead of, mm. or you know, let people have more time to let prepare. people know exactly where it's going to be two years in advance. Sure. So, anyways, that's a uh, good idea, actually. Um, I thought about trying to do it in Texas. I was going to put a bid in, but man, it's. It was so much work doing Oracle, not Oracle. It was so much work doing Oklahoma Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. It just wiped me out. Sure. And I'm like, I really don't want to do that. No, I don't want to come back for World Cup, do <laughs> that, and then try to also be doing Oracle all together. And I'm like, no. See, what you do, I'll Steve, pass. is you figure up the dates mm-hmm. and get this like head start bid, and we'll just turn Oklahoma Bowl into like a Oracle Cup. It would be like, it's a Oracle Cup, Oklahoma Bowl 14. Yeah, but then we have and to nope. have it here. Because <laughs> my idea would be doing it in Dallas, because no. Dallas is bigger. <clears throat> I gotcha. Uh, so anything else going on besides, like, new Blood Bowl stuff out? We went to some tournaments. Oh, the Store League's playoff started tonight. Oh, yeah. Really? So the winner of that game awaits my team in the finals. And then... Then we'll figure out what the hell we're doing with the league. (laughs) Well, there is some good news on that. Yeah. I was told that two guys who just moved into town, walked into Wizards this weekend. They bought $100 worth of Blood Bowl stuff. And they said, do y'all have a Blood Bowl league? Well, we do now, buddy. (laughs) So (laughs) it makes me go like, is this for real? They're going to come back and show up. But Sterling talked to him and Sterling knows that we have a league and stuff. So he, he built this up. And he said, we might have some new players come next season. We have a sheet by the Blood Bowl stuff. I, I'm assuming they saw it. I don't I don't know for sure. 
So okay. I'm just telling you the good news that there still might be life left in our, yeah. our, our <sighs> we need some we need just some our fresh blood. Barely alive. Yeah. But um it's still it's still going on. I wouldn't say strong, but it's no. still going on. I really think maybe a set schedule would help. Well we but we'll talk that over when it comes time. Yeah, we just gotta figure it out. Um, so what are we going to talk about today besides meandering thoughts of Blood Bowl and how we would change the tournament scene everywhere in the world and take over the world of Blood Bowl, including Jervis's brain? I don't want to take over his brain. I don't even know if he cares about Blood Bowl anymore. I wonder if he has any say in it. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think he's just moved on to other stuff. That's why he should come on the podcast, though. It would be nice. We could have one of those shoot interviews where he... You know, talks really bad about the company and says everything, <laughs> all, gives us all the dirt like they do in those pro wrestling things. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes. But um, we're actually going to be talking about the new Halfling stuff that came out, and then we're going to discuss our trip to Iowa. So that'll be it. Okay. So Sounds good. Three segments since we did two tournaments in Iowa. We did do t- <laughs> It felt like two tournaments. It felt like something. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back to talk uh, about halfling stuff. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. Welcome back, and this segment we're going to be talking about the new Halfling stuff that came out. Yay, Halflings! Yeah, Halflings. Steve did not like this release, I don't think. You know what I realized? I was looking at some stats and everything. I've played Halflings one time at a tournament. That was it. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I'm me still neither, working I I on played... trying to play all the teams twice. Yeah, I played them at Chaos Cup that one year, and that was it. Oh, that's the year you almost got last place. But. I almost got last place, and I almost got most casualties, and I got nothing. Six rounds of getting my butt beat for nothing. Well, you weren't last. It doesn't help me any. I would like to have gotten a trophy. You don't want a wooden spoon yes, trophy. Yes, I do from Chaos Cup. No, you don't. I'm not you. Yes, I would. <sighs> I would like something. Everyone I know who's gone to Chaos Cup... Has won something. Well. But. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I suck. It's not like I really earned it. I mean I did get most casualties all earned. But. Okay so. There <laughs> I you don't, go. It doesn't feel like it was that earned. <sighs> I mean Alan went one time and got. Best stunty. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even think it's that big of a deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> There's only one other one. Well, who cares? You still got it. Bastard. <laughs> okay, so you played halflings one time. You don't like halflings. Yep. I like. I prefer halflings out of all the stunty teams. Yeah, I. I just don't. I don't. Yeah. I enjoyed this release so much that I actually bought the pitch. Really? Yeah. How many so, pitches do I own? Hardly any of the like new ones. Three, maybe. Because I think you bought a couple when they first came out, and are like, why am I buying this? So, let's start with the pitch. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Um, I love the look of the first part of the top half. Of the, you're talking about the main pitch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's green. It looks like a picnic. It's halflingy. Yeah, it's got little flowers and all sorts of things. Yeah. I, I love this pitch. Like, I was scared. I didn't realize, like, some of these are starting to get sold out and yeah. people can't find them. So when I saw this one, I was like, this might be one later I wish I would have bought. So I ordered it. Yeah. And uh, Did you open it at all? <clears throat> I have not opened it yet. Okay. Um, But I was just, I was glad I got it because of that bright green. I don't know. It just looked pretty. Yes. And then upon getting it, I bring it home and then I read the back and it's like, it's a muddy mess pitch and dugout. For the unaware, the other half or the other side of the pitch is a muddy mess because at halftime, the halflings went and trampled everything, got food, put up picnics and just destroyed the pitch because that makes sense, I guess. Right. And the rules are terrible. They are the worst things I've ever read on a pitch. It's um, incredibly stupid. So just to summarize here, it's like during halftime, fans stream into the pitch, raiding the concession stands and temporary bars. In their enthusiasm, the pitch is trampled and becomes a muddy mess, making the pitch markings even worse. During the second half of the game, the limit of two players per wide zone setup does not apply for either team. Okay. So that's interesting. And not being able to see the squares is not really a good thing. <laughs> Additionally, all players suffer a minus one penalty to their movement for the remainder of the match to a minimum of four. However, players can attempt to go for it one more time than normal, three times for most players or four times for players that have the sprint skill. So it doesn't take, affect your tree man. It does not affect the trees at least. But you, the team that is the slowest team around, aside from ogres, but even then you've got six ogres usually, now goes down to four movement on everybody. Yeah, I don't know if I like this at all. And sure you can go you can sprint, but that's just more chances of you to fall down. Yeah, I don't know if I like this at all. I like maybe I guess can you sprint with the tree? Well, of course you could sprint with the tree. You just have to roll it. But can you sprint three times? Uh, it says every player can. Okay. So well, now the trees become faster, I well, guess. I did, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know if, if that didn't affect the trees as well since they have less than... I don't know. I just think it's... I would assume. Here, here's the deal. It's an interesting idea, but not for them. For me, and this is only me, I don't need special rules. No. I mean, I'm fine with this pitch being a muddy mess on one side with no special rules and the other side being normal. Good news. That's what but, it is. I mean, but you don't have to use these rules either, so I get it. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think it would actually have been more interesting just to say I'll go for it or, you know, you fall on one or two because there's ruts all right. throughout the, the field. That or it's minus, it's minus one to armor rolls because it's soft. So that helps you since you oh. have low armor. Or it's just like the halflings are used to it, so they have an advantage. Yeah, everybody else gets minus one. Right. So, whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't care for that at all. Graphic-wise, it looks really good. I yes. Mean, it really looks like a, it's been trampled on and people ate on the field and mm -hmm. you know, they've carved it up and had a party. So, yes, it, looks, it does look pretty. I'm still glad I own it, but the rules, eh. 
But not all the rules are great for these things. And I, I get they make them up for somebody out there probably gets this field. They sit down with their buddies and they play it and yeah. try it out. And that's good. I mean, probably we should do the same thing since we do a podcast. But who has time for it? Just an extra non-league or tournament Blood Bowl game. Uh, that's something we'll get into in the shout outs, I think. Because okay. we had someone email about something. Okay. But yeah, that is exactly my point. So, anyways, this field's pretty cool. I um, mean, I'm glad I, I'm glad I got it. So yeah, I'm not disappointed with it. So, I guess on to the figures. We've kind of talked about the figures before. They look good. They're fine. They're halflings. Look good. They're tubby little shits. I think they look really good, actually. Now, again, I'm looking at the painted version of them. Yeah, and it, I think they're fine. It's just, I think what bothers me is more along the lines of what we th- we'll get into discussing when it comes to the magazine. Okay. The direction they took exactly, the halflings. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I like the team. If it wasn't the Greenfield Grasshuggers, and if it was the the Moot Town Misfits or something. You'd be okay with it? I'd be better with it, okay. yes. All right. I, I like the sculpts. I think they're... There's a lot of variety. Really like that. I, you know what I don't like? I don't hmm. like this little squirrel thing that they hang out with squirrels and stuff. But I just yeah. don't. I don't like the guy with the squirrel on him. I like yeah. the how some of them have little the little pots and pans. But, as but there's squirrels all over the magazine I, too. I know, and I don't like that either. But that's just me. No, I think the team's really good. It's got some good personality. Um, I did not buy the team, though, to be honest with you. I, I kind of want to buy the team just so I can have some hefties and some catchers and paint them different and still use the new models with my old models, but they wouldn't look the same because we've right. already talked about when you play against, <laughs> you have your third ed models and you're playing against the sixth edition models. Dude. There's a giant difference. Uh, when I bust out my second ed ones to go up against those, oh, I bet because second ed are teeny tiny, right? I mean, I even like the reroll counters and the yeah. little extra footballs. Th- these are really cool. You need to get yourself some of those new GW paints, the contrast paints, and then you can paint them real fast. Oh, just paint my own stuff. Yeah, yeah that's not going to happen. It's super fast though. Uh, supposedly, yeah. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Is 12 models enough? Yeah, yeah, it should be. Because you should have two trees at all times. Right. And you typically leave two spots for stars. Hopefully, yeah. That would be my thought. I, I just wish there was two more linemen in the box set. Yeah. Even if they charge five more bucks, I would be really happy with that. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you know Treeman come with this? Yeah. If you're walking in for the first time, God. I can't display a Tree Man model in my store. Sure you can. You can go to GW's uh, Forge World store and purchase it I and know. have it shipped. But I think that's a... You can either talked about this. get the 40-pound one <laughs> or you can get one of the old ones. Right. Yeah, it's dumb. That That's the bad thing is like... I think of myself as a kid walking into the store and seeing the stuff for the first time Mm -hmm. and not being able to buy it unless I go online and have an online presence. And it, I love the spike. I love the spike for being in universe, but after reading a lot of the old blood bowl magazines, which we'll get to issue three next month. Okay. Um, 
One thing I realize I don't like is that it's all in universe. We have no communication with GW anymore. Like even through Facebook, you have JTY answering stuff or you have Blood Bowl posting stuff, but we don't have that direct line through the material that we typically did. Because in the old magazines, it'll be like, hey, you know, we're putting out these new models. You can go on the website and buy the old ones. Mm. Um, this is who... You can go out and find every previous edition and find out who sculpted everything. Uh-huh. No idea who sculpted the new stuff. That's true. There's no mention of any of that. There's no mention of, okay, well, I'm glad people are enjoying this, and this is why we changed this rule, and this is why we think this is the better rule. There's nothing along those lines. But And to your point, on the spike, on the team, and on the pitch, and I'm double-checking before I say it, but nowhere, anywhere, does it say to go to Forge World. That's what I don't understand, Maybe Steve. if you open up the, the team on the inside, it'll say... <sighs> If you want a tree, you can go to Forge World. I don't know why that's not on the box. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. You know, like, here, get the Greenfield Grasshoggers, and if you want Treeman to play with these guys, yeah. go go to Forge World. And I get it. Chaos Team, you don't need a Minotaur. Uh, human Team, well, ha- humans had their ogres, but Dark Elves, you don't need Assassins. You don't need the extra stuff. You for sure need a tree man or two or three for your halfling team. Correct me if my math is wrong. I think we have a hundred or six hundred and sixty K worth of players in that box. Yeah. A thirty each, right? Well is it twelve? Are yeah, they there's twelve? Are they thirty? Yeah, they're thirty each. Or did so I just do that math? Oh I did that's that. three hundred and sixty. Three hundred and sixty. I did the math wrong yeah. then. That's <laughs> you would need three, well, three boxes of that's those. That's not t- taking in the effect of the hefties and the catchers and all that. Oh they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Their new price, but still, it's not that much. No, and there's nothing there to tell you if you walked in, saw this, and this like took your eye, like oh, I want to try Blood Bowl. You would have to get the Spike magazine, maybe read the, all about it to even find out about Treeman. Did the strategy portion say to go to GW? I don't remember seeing that. No, I don't remember anything in the book, so. Yeah, I don't know. We can get to the book in a second. The other things that came out, the, the dice I really like. Yeah, I mean, they're standard, I don't know what even, green marble dice or yeah. something like that, but I like them. They're nothing amazing. No, I was glad I got them. I thought they looked nice. They're they're white with that. You know, the white inlay with the like, yeah. emerald green color is what I would call it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy dice all day long. They pop, so I buy mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you know, like, they're, they're very readable. I enjoyed them. I got to play with them uh, this last past weekend. So, That's cool. Yeah. And then the team card pack, again, comes with half the pack not ever being used. You're going to use those, Steve. And really... <laughs> You're going to use those soon. What are you, are you... At this point, really... I'm buying it just to buy it, which I would do to support the game and the store. But the special cards are like five. And then you get the star cards and eh, it's just, it's a lot of money for not a lot of product. Right. You're more loyal than me on this. 
I, I want yeah. to buy those every time. I want to so bad. Mm-hmm. And then I think about how often would I really use them. And it's like. Never. If they were if they were $15 for just the, the cards in there with the star players and mm-hmm. the, the few special play, Half the deck. I would buy two. I would buy it. For sure. I'd and buy one you, to keep concealed and one to actually bust I, open and separate out into the star player deck. And I know you would. Yeah. I mean, it would be great. But as of now, they're too expensive, so I'm not going to have those extra cards just to loan out for people if they want to play Halflings or whatever. Right. Uh, magazine, though. Let's talk about the magazine. Okay. Magazine, once again, is, to me, super top-notch. Top yeah. If you are not picking up this magazine and you love Blood Bowl, please, for the love of God, <laughs> go buy at least a copy of this magazine so it stays around. Yeah, it really I is. I really sh- hope we get twenty. I hope we get to the point where they give us a dwarf one of these and a human one of these. I would be okay if they stopped putting out models and pitches and all. If they just kept doing spikes, one hundred percent agree with you. I'd be I'm, fine. I, the spike is the number one get. Yeah, I mean dice are cool. Do I really need them? No, I got enough dice to drown in. Yeah, but I would still buy them. But the magazine itself is. The most important thing to keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's this is coming from a guy who doesn't totally agree with all the directions they're going on fluff. Very true. But it's really <laughs> good. And once again, I read it, and even though I don't agree with everything, I'm like, God, maybe I should play Halflings again. Yeah. And that is that is a great sign. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading this, <laughs> this, I buy this $12.50 commercial, because really it's supposed to entice me to go, go buy the team. It makes me want to play it after reading it. That's what that's what it's supposed to do, right? Exactly. So it also makes me want to have the star players and you know. This is Spike Magazine number five, Halflings. I really hope that we get, you know, twenty one more of these. Especially mm-hmm. if they're gonna say Bretonians and Corners part of the universe. I hope yeah. we get one of them. Like I said, I, I want a human one. I want a dwarf one. I want a Skaven one. I want all the things that we missed yeah. in those early editions. And like I said, I don't really think we, there's enough there to fill an ogre, but that's fine. So I mean, we just got a halfling one. So what does that tell you? Halflings are a lot more interesting than ogres, for sure. Well, I think there's enough goblin stuff, too. You know, Well, or, yeah, goblins or, are crazy. Honestly, I think there's enough orc stuff and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the only one in question is, like, ogres... Maybe Chaos Pact, maybe Renegade, whatever. Um, stuff like that. But. All right, so we're just going to go through this magazine from cover to cover. Sure. Starting off again with the painted miniatures, as always, is very cool. I love this. They give the, their names. And they, again, go to the fluff for the names. Yes. So it, if your names are even similar to this, then good for you because... I'm just going to run through them real quick. Oh, you are? Good. Go do it. Hogstone Blue Jelly is from the old stars book mippin snood there was a halfling named mippin no with no last name in the blood bowl novel one ernald spirit burner second edition there's a spirit burner in the stars book yep lumpen hoop he was uh he's a new one so i couldn't find him in any of the fluff he might be in one of the newer novels the lord nuffle doesn't go that far back okay because really i just go lord nuffle and double check Stumpy Stubfoot, he's on the Crammers in first edition. Um, Bartweed Crumbleberry, 
There was a Crumbleberry in the Stars book. It was also Crack and Crumbleberry. Right. So I assume it's cousin or something. <laughs> uh, lefty Boggett. There's a Lefty later on Stumpy Boggett, who's also in first edition. And he's the same as the... There's a Did You Know in the book. It's the same mm-hmm. exact as the old one. Hanshaw Whitecake, Star's book. Torque Smallbones. He was in White Dwarf 114 in an article about chainsaws. Ordo Stoutwine. He was a star player for the Stunted Stoutfellows, wasn't he? He was part of the Harlequins in Dungeon Bowl. Oh, okay, okay. Fergus Harbuckle was from the Star's book. And Jingo Merrychap was, I believe, in the second edition Edition handbook. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool if they go back and do that. Now I'm curious where they get that. Like, do they have a master list of all players they've mentioned? Or is somebody just really knowledgeable about the fluff? Or they just go to Lord Nuffle and find halflings (laughs) like I do? They might. I love Jingle Mary Chap. I thought I love that name so much that when there was a NES (laughs) there's an NES game called Baseball Stars. Yeah. And I named my pitcher Jingo. <laughs> I'm always, every time to my hand. Jingo Unchained. <laughs> That's right. Ordo Stoutwine was a Dungeon Bowl guy. Forgot all about that. Man. I never would have known. Well, I noticed the name, yeah. but I thought it was the Stunted Stoutfellows. I think that's Warm Glow Bindaloo. That's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Warm Glow Bindaloo. I'm being that's a sick. great name. Where's your Where's your uh, star player book? Why don't I just go to Lord Nuffle? Yeah, hurry up. Warm Glow Vindaloo, Halfling, Stunted Stout Fellows, Stars ah, Book. Okay, well, I'm glad I could recall that. Yeah. After messing it all up. <laughs> Isn't Vindaloo a food? I don't like know. Like a Indian food? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Is it? Is an Indian curry dish popular in the region of Goa, Visay, the surrounding Congo, blah, 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 parts of India. Yeah. All right. See? See what oh. you learned today? It is known globally in its British Indian form as a staple of curry houses and Indian restaurants. Oh. So England has a lot of curry over there. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's very neat. We all learned something today. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Uh, so page one starts off with the uh, editorial about halflings and the table of contents. So I like how they give nicknames to people, right? Right. So the Mighty Blow brought to you by Portly Pete Nifton and Famishing Nick Kime. Pete Nifton is not Portly. No, not at all. They need to pay him better and then maybe he can eat better. <laughs> Although... We did help him get a little belly while he was over here in Oklahoma. Well, that's true. He, <laughs> yeah. we, we fed him All the good. bacon and barbecue he can eat. <laughs> All right. So as we go through the magazine, they start giving us fluff about the halflings. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you said, Scott, what do you know about halflings from your memories? Yeah. Now, my memories could be wrong. But the halflings were always a happy, jolly race, obsessed with food. Dumber than a brick, usually. Um, I would say that... In my brain, they weren't like idiots, but they were no. they were um, good souls. So yes. they could easily be like... Manipulated or talked into stuff. Or right. Um, they didn't care naive, as much... Naive, maybe. Yes. They didn't care as much for the game as they did for the food. 
Um, I always just pictured him in this old world of Warhammer. These were the nice guys. Yeah. They were the nice gentlemen guys. And either my rendition of them is <laughs> totally wrong or they totally changed it. And I don't know which it is. They turned them into rednecks. It, so they sound like a bunch of hillbilly rednecks now. Yeah, kind just of. Just annoying and running around stealing at, things. At first I was reading this and I was like, all these people are are NASCAR fans. Yeah. Like the really worst NASCAR fans. And then I thought, no, they're like the worst country music fans. And I was like, no, that's not it. They're like the crappy people that show up to the worst fans at a rap concert or this or these, that. And then these I was are just the like, people this the, is just the worst of the fanatical people. They're the low end people who go to your local wrestling shows and believe it's all real and try to beat up the heel. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, yeah, these are just, they're not people I want to play now because they're not. No. And that's, that's like I said, with the figures, the figures, they don't look cutesy i guess you know they don't look happy and funny and they look like according to the new fluff, gordon ramsay i mean <laughs> they're slobs yeah they care about food probably to a point that they're greedy about it which is as a fat person i will say it kind of bothers me because it falls into that stereotype of fat people are lazy and slovenly and rude and all that. Whereas the old days, it was just, they're jolly, happy. It's like Santa Claus. Right. Like in the old days, they were the good Santa Claus. And now they're Billy Bob Thornton Santa Claus. <laughs> right, exactly. And I just, that's not the guy I want coming down my chimney at night. I mean, there is a lot of good fluff about them being this way but at yeah. the same time i'm like i don't know if i i'm reading it going i want to play these guys but then i think of my fluff for my halfling team and i'm like but my halflings aren't like this it, they feel more like brownies than they do halflings <laughs> oh and like brownies from the lore like yeah D &D? Okay. yeah like the old school evil kind of chaotic imp type okay that's what they feel like instead of true halflings okay now, it doesn't help that on the cover they got a guy with a hayseed riding a ram. <laughs> well, there's a lot there's a lot of that theme. These are very they do play type into people, it. for sure. Um, we're looking at page three here in the magazine. They go over some new positionals, which and, we thought was going to probably happen with the halfling hopefuls, and which is the standard linemen. Yeah. And then we have the halfling catchers. So catchers, you can have up to two. They're 50K. Five, two, three, six, catch, dodge, right stuff, sprint, and stunty. I think those, for the cost, I think that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Because those are the only skills you care about having on your guy anyway. Yeah, and they uh, just straight out start with it. Then they introduced the halfling hefties, which I was really happy to see. But it, They're 50K, five, two, three, seven, dodge, fend, stunty. So no right stuff, can't throw them. I really wish these guys... I mean, they do have a seven armor, so I guess that's the same as having three strength. And for whatever, for whatever reason, they have the passing on the normal, whereas the I others think, have agility. I think that's to, if they skill up, yeah, they can take leader right away. 
And since, in theory, they have seven armor, they're going to mm-hmm. be around longer. They're the leader of your team. I think this is for if you want to actually have a true running game, these are your guys. You think so? Yeah. They can they can level up. They can get the skills you want. And then they can pass if they need to. But also, if you want to just throw people, you have your catchers. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I didn't think of it that way, but maybe <laughs> I wouldn't put these guys in the line either, though. But in my head, it's like, oh, they're hefties. They go in the line. So See, that's that's one issue I have, too, is I kind of wish you could do zero to three of them and you don't give them the passing, but you give them regular access. to skills. Yeah, general. But then that's probably too good because they can take a block and then they're really right. freaking annoying. Right. But maybe you just give them strength access. Because what in the strength is really a halfling going to take? But if you can take guard, if you can take stand firm with the seven armor. You you might be right with these guys just being like a a running type thing to get the ball, bring it up the field, dump it off to like a catcher or something. And Mm -hmm. then in the last second, you throw it. Yeah. Well, also dump off. You take that skill, you get the ball, they come to hit you, and immediately you dump it off to the guy next to you not really a good plan since you're still stunty and there's probably a guy on you right but you can get nerves of steel well they talk about treatment in here but they don't tell you any way to purchase them no no they don't <laughs> uh they talk about famous halfling teams the pink put panthers the moot mighties the blue bay crammers and the tallow candles so some of those are from reaching way back in the fluff so uh glad they included all that um, they talk about uh, new star lo- players. A lot of new star players. A lot. So I, I think this officially. It pains me to say this. It officially to. I knew it, but I can now. I can no longer deny that Zara the Slayer's completely no chance of ever coming back dead. Yeah, I don't know how she would. I mean, if you want to play Zara the Slayer. You better do it before eventually, if the NAF goes, well, we're going to bring our <laughs> rules up to date with what GW actually yeah, publishes. Yeah, November. I'm pretty sure she'll be gone. She so, should be. Is that going to happen? Well, they do a review every year now. Okay. Well, so you better get her in while you can because Carla Von Kiel obviously is one of them. I knew Zara wasn't going to be in here, but I just love Zara the Slayer. Maybe I'm in love with that model. It is a great model. You can I still use it for Carla. The, no. Or, um, so the They're only not the same, Steve. I know. The only other one that they no longer have access to would be Bertha Big Fist. Yeah, they took her away too. Which, That's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, it's a five strength person would have been good. Um, but whatever. I don't. I don't think we'll ever see Bertha back either, though. I think she's gone for good. Don't you? I guess we haven't seen her, have we? I mean, I think she'll be gone for good if this thing lasts long enough. Yeah, I'm guessing so. Because, yeah, the only way she'd come in would be Ogres, huh? Well, I think she can play for Amazons, too. but Yeah, I could, she could possibly show up in there. No, but I, I think, think if she was going, going to... I think we're getting she, lucky look back. Yeah, I hope so. My, no, I really do. I, I think if they ever get to it, I mean... And, of course, he was, he's going to be a freaking $80 standalone... <laughs> miniature on miniature. one hoof. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just on the horn. World. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be somersaulting only on the very tip of the horn. Let's go to the star players real quick. We sure. have uh, Puggy Bacon Breath, uh, Deep Root Strong Branch, Carla Von Kill, Willow Rosebark, Morgan Thorg, uh, Needly Veruca. Did I say that right? As far as I know. All right. Cindy Pie Whistler. Uh, Pie Rumble? Whistle. Pie Whistle. Oh. I don't like it now as much. Yep. Oh, I thought it was Pie Whistler. No, she's sister of Mindy. I know. I just keep reading it wrong. Cindy Pie Whistle. I guess it's okay. And then we have Rumbelo Sheepskin. Which someone had mentioned before that they thought that that was a takeoff of Rumble Stiltskin. Could be. So I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, Big Jobo Hairy Feet. And then uh, Captain Colander. Who is an- another Golden Arrow star player. See, I told everybody, be patient. Yeah. They'll bring another one back when it's needed. They're not going to force it. And I'm glad to see that we got one in the past and they did not force it on the next issue. And now we got another one. So what's weird to me, though, is that means that realistically, Dark Elves have nine star players and one Golden. Same with that that was fine because they were dark elves. They don't need any extra stuff. But halflings kind of need another's. I think they'd be better suited with another real star player they could take versus some joke guy that you're never going to see in a tournament or anything. Well, this guy's pretty cheap, so I wouldn't call him a joke. Well, I mean, he's, he's not going to show up in a tournament, is what I'm saying. Well, no one's going to allow him. You don't think so? Probably not. Let's talk about him real quick. Sure. Captain Colander. He's 100K, uh, 6237. He has Catch, Disturbing Presence, Dodge, Fend, Jump Up, Loner, Regeneration, Right Stuff, Sidestep, Stunty. It's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. And that's the thing. He's just too cheap. I don't think anyone's going to allow him in a tournament. It's also a big risk, 100, to put on a guy. 100K is a big risk. Well, kind for of. that. When there's better things to get. Like Carla Von Kill and Willow Rosebark. I'm not going to disagree there's better stuff to take, but that's good for 100. I don't know. All right, let's... Everybody knows about Puggy, Deep Root, Carla, yeah. Willow, Morg. We just talked about Co- Captain Colander. Let's talk about the other one, Steve. Sure. Uh, we got Nedley Veruca, 70K, 5236. He's got Loner, because I'm always going to put Loner first. He doesn't have... Yeah, he does. Okay. I'm always going to put Loner first. Dodge, Secret Weapon, Stab, Stunty, and Trademark Stilts, which is Leap and Very Long Legs. So... Just just give him Leap and Very Long Legs. (laughs) I kind of feel the same way. Give this guy... Don't give him Secret Weapon... Is that what you're talking about? No, I just don't give him. I'm give, give him secret. You're saying don't call name. it trademark stilts. Yes. Yeah, I I can see what they did here. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, and his photo doesn't even show him on stilts. We know not to trust the photo, Steve. I know. <laughs> He's basically just a guy that goes around cutting trees. Uh, then we have Cindy Pie Whistle. She is a uh, 50k, 5236, accurate, bombardier, dodge, loner, secret weapon, stunty. Because they're stunty, they have to have a bombardier person. 
Yeah, see. It's not bad. I mean, it's really cheap for what she is. Um, I mean, accurate and bombardier. That's I get it. Because um, bomber is what sixty. I think it might be forty. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. Um. Oh, the star player bomber. Yeah. Yeah, I think he might be. Yeah, I mean, she's. So I don't. <laughs> I don't mind this direction. After, especially after reading the magazine. Yeah. But I'm not for this direction. Meaning, if you came to me and said, "Hey, Scott, we're going to put some secret weapons on halflings," what do you think? Yeah. I would say, no, they're not going to do that. Well, we're going to trade. We're going to change them into these really nasty hillbilly white trash people who just do whatever chaos they want. And I'm like, okay, well, it sounds like goblins, but if that's what you want to do, that's yeah. fine. And again, I wish they just would have, if these weren't halflings, I'd be more okay with it. I can see that. If these were hillbilly halflings or something. <laughs> right. Coming to Kickstarter soon. Already there. Oh, well, there you go. Literally. Uh, Rumble. Rum below sheepskin. He has he's 170k. Oh. Never mind. 6337. Block, horns, juggernaut, loner, no hands, tackle, thick skull. I almost was like, oh, I get the pun now. He's got a ram below him. That's why his name's Rum Below. Oh wait, no, Rum Below, not Ram Below. Okay. Right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Although the the ram might be full of rum. Could. This guy might be drunk. Probably. This one I like. It's interesting. The the horns, the juggernaut, and I don't know juggernaut and block though. Eh. It's really good, but would you take this over Carla no. von Kill? No, of course not. I just don't know any situation where you. So far, I don't know. Would where you take this over Willow? No, I wouldn't. No, not personally, he's got one more movement, but Willow has four strength to start. I mean, he's got block. That's nice. If you remove the block and gave him dodge, I think I might be consider it more. Because he could get yeah. to some places that he can't get right now. And that makes Juggernaut not wasted. Right. Um, then we have Big Jobo Hairy Feet. He can play for Halfling or Ogres. Um, he's 120. He's 4, 3, 2, 8. Dirty player, loner, stand firm, stunty, tackle, wrestle. I yeah. like him. Except he's only for movement, which I don't like. Yeah. Um, I'm all all. Yeah. <laughs> besides Big Jobo Harryfoot, all these other guys just feel like, like you said, they we have goblins. They're evil. They have weapons. Let's do a good version of them. Yeah. We'll make them funny with they ride a sheep and one guy throws pies and one guy is on stilts. I mean, I'm glad that. They're here. I appreciate all the time that people put into making the game and the the writing. It just feels kind of lazy. Like, instead of trying to come up with something interesting for the halflings, like you said, they just copy what is there with the goblins and make knockoffs. From a guy who has played halflings a few times, it just feels like the only time you would take these... It's to seriously just have fun only. Yeah. Which people say, if you're playing Halflings, you're playing for fun anyways. Well, but at tournaments, you do try to win or try to get a tie. Not everybody. <laughs> this, they should, but yeah. 
this is the one thing I, I don't know how, I don't know. Maybe the pie thing is so important. I, I just don't know about secret weapon on some of these, especially the guy with leap and very long legs. Let him have it. Yeah. He can be like the Pogor who doesn't have secret weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't get it. Um, anyways, they're different. They do fit the fluff of the new fluff of what halflings are. These little rowdy guys who just want to eat and not bathe and be rowdy. They're they're like they're like the little munchkins in Over the Rainbow movie. Jesus. Where yes. all they were doing was tearing up shit. Yeah. And wrecking that hotel and didn't care about other people and they were just greedy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they remind me of. I can see that. So there you go. Go watch Over the Rainbow, starring Carrie Fisher and it, Chevy Chase. It's as bad as you think. It's it's amazing. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> page six through what? Uh, looks like eight is a team highlight on the Greenfield Grasshuggers. I thought that was very enjoyable. Um, I love this kind of stuff where it talks yeah. about the history of the team and where they came around. And they even have a... Um, it's a very different looking tree than anything we've seen. Oh, you think so? Well, it's very stunt stout and has Oh, a, this one on the page yeah. six, yes. Definitely different. The it looks either the halfling is bigger or the tree is smaller. Let's say I think it's a very small stout tree. It'd be cool if we but, got one. Well, like it is that. on one foot and it is holding a halfling. There, so there you go, buddy. Uh page nine we have a Hall of Fame Greenfield Grasshuggers, the two twenty four seventy seven through twenty four seventy eight squad. Always I, love seeing these. I love these so much. Um I don't love the reuse of the halfling referee because he looks so different. Oh, art wise? Yeah. Yeah, he looks more like the halflings that I was talking about that I used to like versus the halflings now. Still not a fan, but yeah. Sure, I get it. Um, they have a special rule for the Greenfield Grasshuggers called the Terrible Timekeeping. And this is the halfling teams are notorious for the amount of time they waste before and after the game. Basically, what this is saying is um, when you do the kickoff, the halflings get to decide if they, they can make it automatically a riot. As if a three's been rolled and then they can decide if it goes up or down their choice. Yeah, as I mean, I don't mind it for this Hall of Fame team. For the Hall of Fame team, it's fine. That'd be actually interesting because you could be powerful. we could play with play each other and then like, oh, I need one extra turn, make it go back. Or... I'm pretty sure that's what the rule was in one of the Blood Bowl magazines when it was talking about the Stunty League or something. Okay, they had a kickoff table like that that allowed them to do that or something. We have a player's spotlight with Puggy Bacon Breath. He does not look like Puggy. You're the artist. Tell me why I don't like this picture. Is the proportions off? Um, Is his... His body doesn't look right. Like, his head looks, like, way too small and, like, an afterthought. I think the whole problem with this is, is this is not the Puggy we grew up with. (laughs) No, I would be okay with that. You think something's wrong here? The the head just bugs me. I mean, he's stout. Maybe it's just the cape, the, the uh, scarf that's throwing me off. Yeah, he has a, sca- uh, a scarf and he has the like pilot goggles on. Yeah. 
He's not bad. No, I think it's um, it's not exactly what I would have, but I couldn't tell you if you said redesign Puggy, which direction I'd go either. Yeah. So I'm sure we're going to get a model from this from Forge World, and this will probably look pretty cool uh, once I... it's all said and done. It'll cost you $35 for a small halfling model. but Yeah. I don't know that we will. You don't think so? Maybe not. Uh, so it goes over Puggy Bacon Breath. We get the dirt from the dugout with uh, Cindy and Mindy Pie, whist- pie Whistle. I want to say Pie Whistler so bad. So look at Mindy and uh-huh. look at Cindy. And then look at Cindy and then look at Mindy. Okay. I guess they're similar enough. but You want them to be exactly alike, Steve? No. I just don't like the new style. I don't, I don't know. Something bugs me about the new art. But I think it's just because of the direction they're taking it. Like the, the way she's holding the, the the pie is just... It looks like a bad Photoshop onto it. <laughs> well, I mean... And her hand just like... I don't know. Okay. You're, you're not a fan of the art. Something's going on and it's bugging me. That's okay. Um, it's probably just me. Page 14, Deep Root Strong Branch... Um, definitely a different look than what we've been accustomed to, but I think it's because every time we say deep root, we think of a different, like a model or something. Yeah. I, this looks better than the one they put out for sale, even though it's the same one, right? I believe it's very similar to the, because he has the rock in his hand and everything. Mm -hmm. And there's more squirrels everywhere. There's a lot of squirrels. How do they not have a squirrel star player? I really thought we were going to get that. Yeah. Or have something... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Like a guy that has a squirrel that represents a certain yeah. skill or something. Tommy Squirrel Thrower. Anyways, there's Deep Root. Goes over his career highlights. And we have Chat with the Rat. Um, pretty standard in the magazine. And then Cooping, Cooking Up a Score is on page 18. It goes through all sorts of tactics for halflings. How to set them up. Uh, this is written. Who who did this one? Uh, Gegster. Gegster. Yeah. Paul Paul Geg. Paul Geg. Right. Is yeah. His real name. Right. He just goes by Gegster. He wrote all this for them for the strategy. Yeah, and uh, you see tree men there. I mean, you kind of have to have tree men. That's what I. The box comes with twelve halflings. I get that. Mm-hmm. If the box had two tree men in it, it would cost a lot more. I get that. What if the box had one tree man and seven halflings or six halflings? You could do that. Because then immediately you buy two boxes and there's your team. Sure. Let's say you can't do that, though. Let's say it's crucial in the magazine because you just went to the store and you picked up this this box set. Mm-hmm. You happen to see this magazine. You buy this for the first time. You go, Treeman. Oh, they're talking about Treeman. There's a star player, Treeman. How do I get a Treeman? You don't know. You don't know. It doesn't. Unless yeah. I've missed it and you missed it and other people missed well, it. I, I, honestly, I didn't read the. The. The, uh, the how, tactics? The tactics that well because I just don't play them. But yeah, I'm scanning it again and there's, like I said, there's no out of world. Even in this part, where they could, because they're telling you how to play the actual character, the figures, instead of in game, 
I don't well, see it. Well, on page 22, it says starting a halfling team. The very first line is two treemen, obviously. Yeah. Like, this is the most important thing. And you can't get them. Or they don't even tell you. Like, go to forgeworld.com. Look at treemen. I mean, I just don't It feels don't like understand. we have to be missing it, but I'm pretty sure we're not. No, if we are, please, somebody out there, tell us what you think or... Tell us where you see that. Uh, page 24, we have a big bio of Captain Colander, who's like this legendary pro wrestling type halfling. Yeah. Um, goes over him. Um, then on page 26, we have the small town celebrities. This is the other halflings like Ned Lee Veruca, Cindy Pie Whistle, and Rumble... Rumble Ships. <laughs> I, <laughs> His <laughs> Rumbleo sheepskin. I want to call him Rumble and Big Jobo Harryford. <laughs> See, Big Jobo's face is another one that bugs me. You just are not a fan of the guy who drew these. I guess so, and that's okay to say. You're not saying he's a terrible artist. You're just no, saying just, I'm not a fan. Just feels weird. Well, it's okay. I, I've heard people say Rumbleo looks awkward on top of the sheep, and it's the same artist that does those that did Cindy Pie Whistle and Jobo. So yeah. you're not alone. I heard that at the tournament. So fair enough. It's like I like this idea that he just looks awkward. Yeah, but Rumbleo sheepskin is an old man on a goat, all with this kind of hillbilly theme, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then they talk about the minor leagues, like uh, Blood Bowl leagues for shorter players, which is. Pretty much the same thing that we covered last time in Blood Bowl Magazine too. Yeah, it has its own kickoff table. So it was very interesting because it's a lot of it's very much the same. Yeah, pretty neat though. It'd be, I don't know, I, when I read this at the time, I was like, man, it'd be kind of fun to run a, a league like this. And then I thought, that's never going to happen, dude. <laughs> pretty much. Um, then we get to the inducements. Yeah, let's talk about them. So we have the Halfling Chef, which... Nothing's uh, changed. No. I mean, it's 300 for everybody or 100 for them. Same. Yep. Then we have two new inducements that are for halflings and ogres, both. You can get zero to one halfling hot pot, which is essentially just a cauldron of boiling super stew catapulted from a primitive wooden frame towards a foe. So it's used at the start of any of your turns before any player performs an action. Choose a target square anywhere on the pitch. Roll a d6. On a 6, the shot is on target. On a 2 to 5, the shot is off target. Roll to scatter three times. It's a fireball. Mm-hmm. On a 1, it's misfired. Yeah, which is which is much is interesting. But then it puts d3 randomly determined players in the reserve box into the KO box. But you're a halfling. Probably not going to have anybody in reserves. <laughs> Not if you wait to use this. Yeah. Um, then they have zero to three bottles of... I, oh, that's one thing that's different, is that a player in the target square is automatically hit by the hot pot itself and knocked down. That is different than a fireball, where you do have to roll for them. Okay. So there's a little bit of difference. You make an armor check as if you had the mighty bow skills. So yeah. You have that, and then for 40k... So, we also have bottles of Heady Brew, which is 0 to 3 for 40k, available to Halfling and Ogre teams. It's like you're getting them drunk. At the start of the drive, after setting up before the kickoff, the coach of the team with this inducement may randomly select D3 players with the stunty skill 
currently on the pitch. For the remainder of the drive, those players gain Dauntless, Frenzy, and Really Stupid skills. All sounds great, except for the Really Stupid skills. Yeah. Doesn't have to be yours, though. <laughs> well. I mean, realistically. Wow, I didn't think of it that way. Are you sure you can do that to other people's stunty players? The coach on the team with this inducement may randomly select D3 players with a stunty skill currently on the pitch. Doesn't say anything about your players. Wow, that was So suck. if you did go up against a goblin team or someone who induced somebody with stunty, if there is that many, I don't know. It's possible. Well, I know they're not giving credit to people's art in here, but... I the love this the artwork dude. on page 34, that is Pete Nifton's art. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? I would I would I be was just going to say I love that guy. Asunder if it was not Pete's art. You're right. Everything about that picture reeks of Pete Nifton. Yeah, if that guy was a star player, that'd be cool. If that guy was a star player, that'd be really awesome. Yeah. He's like Johan the Hot Pot Pockets or something. Yeah. And have he'd have thick skull, <laughs> nine armor. Basically, he's like you, someone you throw at people. You lo- launch him on the pitch, and then he can stay on there. Oh, that'd be neat. <laughs> and he runs around. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the bottles of brew. I mean, like at first when I read this, I thought it was awesome, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's stupid. Not bonehead. Yeah. If it was bonehead, it might be worth it. But man, really stupid. Yeah, but you should be next to people, anybody. Anyways. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then we have uh, three pages of artwork from Pete Nifton, and Nick Kime does the writing. And we do know that on the final page, it was edited, because initially, you you got to see some booty. Oh, you got to see Bob's butt. Mm Mm-hmm. And they decided not to show that. Well, I mean... Does anybody want to see ogre ass, really? Not really, no. I'm not really complaining, but... But even the halflings in this, they're like... They're madmen. Yeah. They're crazy madmen. I don't know why they so took either, that direction. So either, like, I've always been wrong about halflings. No. Or they've raped my version of halflings, and now we have something new. And I don't... And it, honestly... I really enjoyed the magazine. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so I'm not like knocking it. I just have to accept that this is what it is now or just continue to go with the own fluff that's in my he- own head. And I think that's the most accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's just different than how I ever perceived them. So it almost makes me wonder like if I could talk to somebody who's been around Halfling lore for 30 years, if this is how it's always been. We just have to set up an interview, and then we can discuss. Oh. Is that a foreshadowing? As long as we can set up the interview, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyways. Overall, I think this is... Um, it's a good release. It's made a lot of people happy. I think it is a good release. There's there's times where I just want to kind of like get rid of some of my old teams. Yeah. And get a new team. But I'm like, 45? I already have all these teams. Mm-hmm. I don't... Do I need new teams to... I don't like painting, so therefore the painting side's not even fun. That's my problem. But I love when I play against people and they have the new teams. New teams look amazing. They really do. But I 
I'm not going to slap down 90 bucks to get a team and then 150 to get it painted or whatever. I know. They need to come out with, before I get them painted, I still haven't painted my my vampires. I don't have a corn team. I don't have a Bretonians team. So hurry up, GW. Let's get to it. Vampires, make them next. No idea what's going to be after... Well, okay. We know it was after Wood Elves, probably. What's the but. speculation? Lizardmen? Lizards, Yeah. That's the primary one that everyone's talking about. Hmm. But then we get to see what 2020 brings. If it's a new box set or if it's new rules. <laughs> totally re- revamped new rules. That's what everybody's worried about. Could be. There was a few people that I talked to at the tournament. They are like, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't think they're going to revamp all the rules. Don't know. That'd be crazy. We'll find out. Well, more magazines. I want more magazines. Yeah, get for sure. Get onto it. I, w- I would like, would you be happy if these came out every month? The magazines? I would like yeah. it every two months instead of whatever schedule they're on now. Yeah, I would be... As long as it's old teams and not just throwing out new stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. Even if they did new ones like Sea Elves or something. It'd be fun. I could see that. I also, like I said, reading the old ones and then reading this, it really makes me wish we had more direct line to GW. Like, they were talking to us as fans. Like... You know, send in your every, thoughts on this, and then we could give things are going really well, exceeded expectations. So, you know, we're glad that we're able to bring this, but you know, we've had some problems with production, or you know, this is why we changed that might things. Be a sign up. of the times, though, too. Yeah, because I don't hear people ever saying that they get that from GW and other things. No, and it was much different back then. Uh, there was somebody complaining about necromunda the other day at the store where i worked um they wanted just some feedback on you know like how it's doing and like it was us father and son who really enjoyed it and they really want to drop more money into it but they're scared the support's going to go away and they're just like i wonder if you just want to know you know and i'm like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) so it's gw if they can make money they'll continue to make money so (laughs) exactly all right, folks. I think that covers all the halfling stuff. Yep. We're both giving it kind of a thing. Steve's kind of a thumbs up. I'm a thumbs up for sure. I'm a thumbs up. I. It's the same issues we always have, and it's just not a team I care about. So. I got gotcha. you. It's nothing any different. No problem. I I still think maybe I should buy this box set and just use the hefties and the catchers. To go with my old models, so they look like giants. The hefties would look really cool though now. They'd be so much bigger than my old models. So much bigger. (laughs) I'm going to have to do something now, though. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back with some Iowa. All right, let's talk some 3-Die Brawl 2019. You're listening to 3-Die Brawl. 3-Die Brawl! Boom! Is that how that goes? Well, that'd be three die block, but yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, same thing. Okay. So we went up to three die brawl for, I think this is my fifth one in a row? Yeah, fifth one. Um, I've gone to four out of five. Right. Um, This is Jennifer's third in a row. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So me and Jennifer. Time flies. (laughs) Yeah. So Right? Yeah. Third one? It is. Yeah. She went through your I didn't. Wait, today? Yeah, year I didn't. Uh-huh. Last year. 
and this year. Oh, that's three. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah, that makes three. The year you didn't go, and then the other two. Two plus one is three. Yes. I'm just giving you a hard time. Would one you relax? plus one plus two plus one. Would you one relax? Plus two, two plus one plus two plus one. People don't want to hear your nonsense. Clue. It's a great movie. I've never seen it. Uh, it's a great movie. <laughs> Who stars in Clue? Uh, Tim Curry. Uh, Net. Wasn't he the guy that was What's the transsexual face? from? Well, yes, but he's in so many things. Okay. Is he oh. Snape and Harry Potter? <laughs> no. But I wish he was. Who was that? That would have been amazing. Oh, that's Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I thought yeah. they were the same guy. Not quite. Wow. All right. Let's talk about three time brawl. Oh, uh, Iowa. Iowa. Jennifer took ogres with yeah. the intent on just smashing people. Jennifer had not played anything since Chaos Cup. Not not one game. Not even a half. Not even a half. You guys did play some on Friday night though. We played Two complete turns each, and she had enough. There was too many people watching her, and she was too worried about people thinking like there was, she was nobody made. watching her. She said she felt like the room was watching her, and she was worried that she was going to do something dumb and embarrass herself. There was nobody. We were playing a game. I understand. Okay, but she had enough. She didn't want to overthink it and ruin her trip. So I don't blame her. Yeah. Uh, she went with the intent of just smashing things. She thought maybe this would be re- more fun, more fun in her heart. And then she wouldn't have to, the stress of, you know, trying to win games. It's just smashing people. And mm-hmm. I told her like, there's a lot of pressure when it's smashing people. Cause if you can't roll armor rolls, it gets it frustrating. Almost feels frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But that's what she decided to take. She took the ogre team, uh, six ogres, three of them with pylon, three with block. You took elves. Yeah. Again, testing out the elf union. Jordell, two blitzers with dodge, catcher with dodge, lineman with kick, lineman with leader, and two linemen with dodge. And no rerolls. Dodge or block? I thought they had block. No, I was testing out dodge. Okay. So typically you, I, time, you... I was doing block. This oh. was more of a test to see if I like dodge versus block. Gotcha. And not to bury the lead, but I do. I okay. like that much better because it allows me to reposition more. Yep. Agreed. Um, I took... I know I talked about taking, I don't know if I said corn or what, what I was going to take last podcast, mm-hmm. but I went totally away from that. I looked at the remaining eight teams left in my little stack of, I want to play everybody twice. I thought, you know what? I'll play lizards because this is supposed to be the really optimal tournament that we go to that allows lizards to take as much block as you want. So I had the lizard man team with, uh, Six sources, five skinks, a croxagore, and I loaded block on all the sources, and I did a sure hands on one of the skinks. Nothing on the crocs? Nothing on the crocs. Okay. Um, that's where all my money went. I had an alternate team that, in hindsight, I kind of just wish I would have played. Um, yeah. It had hemlock on it and with the crocs, and it had less rerolls. Although, the way I played, maybe I needed the re-rolls. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to go too much into detail on stuff because I don't want to go into detail <laughs> on stuff. That's fine. Because um, I didn't do well. So, round one, I'll start off first. I We set up, I'm playing a gentleman named Matt Pairing. Um, Is he the English guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think 
and I'm probably telling the story wrong because he listens to us. So like, really, he's going to be like, you tell the story wrong. Same you thing li- I do when I get mad at other people. You but- must not care too much about us because I didn't even say hi to me. Well, we said like one word when we were going upstairs. So we set up and I was like, hi, my name's Scott. He's like, oh, I know who you are. I listen to you on my drive to work. And I was like, oh. It sounded a lot more ominous. Oh, I listen to you. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, that's cool. So I got to play a fan of the podcast. I could be wrong, but I thought like he was maybe like kind of happy that like, hey, I get to play one of these guys. Uh, we had That's a blitz cool. rolled at one point and he goes, Oh, I, I think I remember you not being a fan of that. And I said, well, that's Steve who doesn't like the blitz. Yeah, but and... Isn't that anybody? <laughs> well, unless it's in your favor and then you're okay with it. That's very true. Um, he was playing undead. We had a pretty good game. Um, I honestly don't remember the score. It might've been two to one. Yeah. Um, anyways, he was Really good guy to play with. Um, we had no qualms or arguments on what was a cock dice, what was not, what was like a stun figure or anything like that. It was very just straightforward. Played the game, had fun. That's good. Kind of chuckled at a few things, groaned at some other things, like you do in Blood Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I won the game, but I couldn't tell you if it was one nothing, two nothing, two to one. Um, I believe I caused some injuries on him. Okay. I think this was the only game that happened in. I could be wrong on that. I'm trying to go by memory, but I'm pretty sure this is the only time that like I even got a casualty or anything. <laughs> so you can tell uh, where this tournament's going. The big bashy lizards. <laughs> right. Um, who'd you play round one? My first round was against Ben Collar, I believe is how his name is said. Um, he played humans with Mighty Zug, and he actually did a podcast-friendly version of his roster, the Midland Buffaloes, and he named all of his players. Let me see those names. Let me see if I approve these. Sure. Here you go. This is the true test, Ben. That means he must listen to us if he did this, because he was worried that we're going to be there. You know what? I don't know if it was his team, because he's getting confused on the Ogre and Zug. (laughs) Okay. I think he borrowed a team, but still. He has the Haney brothers here. I do like that. and Willis. Bunk Sherman. Anytime you put brothers on a team, it just adds to the fluff. I mean, this is, yeah, I can see this. Grunk DeSmasha. That's a very ogre name. I'm assuming that's, oh yeah, this is ogre. So, yeah. Uh, So his human team, he had four blitzers, two with guard, one frenzy, one tackle, thrower with leader, and a catcher with block. And his ogre had block, and he had mighty zug. And... It was a fun game, really super nice guy. Like I said, I don't think it was his team because he's getting confused on some things, like didn't know who went how far. Maybe it's his first time playing humans, game one. That it could be too. So there was some times I helped him out with, you know, uh, that guy goes seven or, you know, this guy. Right. Yeah. No big deal. I ended up winning two to nothing. He had four casualties against me. I had none. Oh, no, I had one. Excuse me. Pretty sure that happened at the end. So it was a lot of fun. And he ended up getting voted best fellowship. So. Oh, that's cool. Good guy. So he was part of Steggy's group. I believe so, yes. Okay. Not positive. All right. I did not go out in my way to ask him. (laughs) All right. Um, So you won? I won, yeah. Okay, you won. Two nothing. Two nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. So round two, who'd you play? 
Round two, I played Duder. So you played Derek? Yeah. He was playing Lizards. I didn't get a copy of his roster. I don't know why. His roster was exactly like mine, except instead of sure hands on a skink, he had block on a Crocs. On the Crocs, yeah. So he went pure block Lizards. Sure. And, I mean, it did pretty well. Uh, I went up against him. Jordell, I got. I was holding him off. I'm pretty sure out of the seven games I played that weekend, I think I kicked seven out of seven times. Whether I won the toss and chose to kick or they chose to receive. Okay. So I about held him off. Um, I failed a dodge with Jordell, which would have just been a dodge and then a leap. And then I could have possibly knocked the ball. It doesn't matter. Um, first half though, I did get the ball away from him. He intercepted me twice. It's Unreal. so frustrating. With sources, skinks, I guess it doesn't matter. He had one to roll was six a, either way. One was a skink and one was a Saurus. And I was like, How, no, I mean, you know, I even joked the second time. And I know I shouldn't throw, but I'm I'm testing stuff out. And also I'm trying to push because you know, it does me well if I can get my ball down the field and score because it would have been a score. Just got to catch and then walk in. No, 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 no. I did end up pulling out one score, but he ended up winning, I believe, two to nothing. Jordell did pull off some BS. I so thought you told that me was always three fun. to two one. Two to one? Three to one? I thought that's Sorry. what you told me. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember. You I'd, said it was really bad really early. Yeah. yeah. He he scored on me, and then that forced me to push, and then I got intercepted, and he scored. So then I got my next score, and then he got intercepted and scored again. I played, um, round two, I played Rich Heffron, who had the a team painted by... Who, who painted your corn team that you have? Thor? Yeah. Yeah. So Rich had a team painted by Thor. What's oh. his whole name? Oh, that's right. He did. I didn't even What's see him. What's Thor's whole name? Do you know? Thor, just Thor, the mighty Thor from Asgard. Andy Spears. Okay. He goes by Thor. Yeah. And, and he paints a crap ton of teams and he's, he's always giving them out to charity or raffles or whatever. He does thread ball every year. Great these were, guy. These were like homemade, like little biker dwarves. And yeah. Hobgoblins. I saw those. And, um, the Minotaur. Which was Grashnak, mm-hmm. um, was like this motorcycle with a guy on the back of the motorcycle. It was a really wonderfully painted team. He does great teams. I don't want to look too often because then I'll spend too much money. <laughs> I could see that. I, I got my Bretonian. I got my corn team. I don't need to worry about those two ever again. Right. Played Rich Heffron. Um Right off the bat, he starts injuring guys. I somehow managed to score in the first half. It was one nothing at halftime. I believe I only had, Rich might remember better than me, but I think I had like nine guys left or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. I had a bench player, so therefore I should have plenty of, you know, people, and I have nine armor. It's not the skinks getting hurt, it's the sources. And um, <laughs> I don't know why you play this game. I, I really don't. Ended the game. 
Is that the game that you started with like two people gone? Uh, no, that's okay. Never mind. <laughs> um, it was very close to that. Very, very quick though. Um, I ended up tying rich scored and then he pressed me and he kicked off to me. And I think I had six guys left on the pitch and that went down to like five and four. I was in the very corner of the end zone for one turn with a, with a body in front of me mm-hmm. trying to hold rich <laughs> off. Uh, Rich decided he did something that I wouldn't have done, but I can't actually remember. I think I would have taken the chance. Yeah. The highly improbable chance of rolling a six to get into the tackle zone for a one dice or maybe even be down dice to push the ball out of bounds, to get the throw in, to try to score. I think he decided he was trying to get like fouls. You know, yeah. fouls and casualties, and I think he decided not to do that, if I remember correctly. Anyways, I held off for a 1-1 tie, and it felt like a victory because <laughs> I got, I mean, my Crocs got knocked out. Everything got killed. I right. mean, everything. Rich had a whole bunch of casualties against me. He whooped my butt. And so I was one win, one tie. Rich felt so bad because he beat the crap out of Jennifer's team the first round. Mm-hmm. And my team, the second round, he goes, how about I take you guys to lunch? My treat. And I was like, dude, you don't have to. And he's like, no, trust me. My treat. <laughs> you know, we didn't even talk about food. Well, we All did. of our fans are going to be upset. That's all right. We don't have to talk about food all the time. We didn't even... That's true. So we did go to a pizza place. We, we, we had awesome ice cream. We had, what was that lunch? It was a burger. That was just a sandwich place. But we went to a pizza place the previous day on Friday. Oh, it was called The Need. In Cedar Rapids, downtown. It's Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. And great pizza. Like, it was really good. It's called Need Pizza is what it's Mm -hmm. called. N-E-E-D Pizza. And we get there. Drew's been there before, so we ordered pizza. And it's pretty cheap. It's like 15 bucks for a large or 16 or something. So we got a large, me, him, and Jen to split. And you got a personal one on your own. Mm-hmm. We still had tons of pizza. And they were the largest damn pizzas in the world. <laughs> I've had pizza. pizzas bigger one time, but it was all of two and a half feet by a foot and a half or something. <laughs> it was good stuff. If you like thin crust pizza and stuff, yeah. it was it was very good. But yeah, then we had lunch Saturday. Yeah, Saturday we had lunch at this dumpling place. That was like... I thought that was Sunday. No. Sunday was the sandwich place. Oh, okay. We had these dumplings, which yeah. had mixed reviews by everybody. Either you loved it, or you could have went somewhere else. I got the spicy rice, which I haven't had spicy rice before. I got the spicy rice, too. I liked it, but like... It was very spicy, and it just didn't spicy. sit well. Yeah, well. I think it had kimchi in it, which is... I liked everything I ate that day, but nothing sat well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say that. They had a whole um, bunch of different types of weird soda. I, I tried the root beer because it was homemade. I oh. swear... I got. I tasted black pepper in it. <laughs> there wasn't black pepper in that. I swear I tasted it. Your taste buds are off, bro. They're not. But anyways. They're so off, bro. Anyways, I forgot what that place was called. I, I put it on my Facebook. Probably just Bow or something. Um, round three. I'll talk about mine real quick. I'll sure. let you talk about yours. Um, I got paired up against uh, Andrew Miller, who's won the, the brawl before. He had what I would call a suboptimal undead team. Meaning, like, I would have had more ghouls than him. Um, he didn't have that many. He didn't have, like, three ghouls or four ghouls on his undead team. He only had two. 
Everybody only takes two. Okay. I take more when I play Undead. So I'm not talking Necro. I'm talking about Undead. Uh, so. Well, yeah. A- anyways, point. it's different than what I would have taken. Um, <laughs> right off the bat, he wins the kickoff. Um, I get like two people casualtyed before I even have a turn. <laughs> and they're sources, folks. They're sources. Um, but instead and casualtyed, of not knocked casualty, out. No, casualtyed. Casualtyed. Dead? Uh, Did he get a zombie off you? No, he didn't get a zombie off okay. me. Okay. Um, this whole game went like that. But nevertheless, I tried not to lose my cool. Um, he was very jolly, but I'm... <laughs> he reminds me of my friend Gary, who I think... <laughs> I thought you said jolly. <laughs> no, like when things are going good, we're jolly. And when things are going bad, we don't talk. Ah, that I, makes I, sense. I, I could yeah. have picked up wrong on the vibes there, but it doesn't matter. He should have been jolly because everything was working lights out for him. I tried to be like really calm and cool and not lose it because of Blood Bowl because it's just dice. Mm-hmm. And I still managed being down people. I still got like three hits on his ball carrier. It was so frustrating because even with re-rolls, I just kept getting push, 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 push. And I'm just like, okay, you didn't lose your mind. You're still trying to play good blood bowl. You're still getting shots in the ball carrier and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, it's so frustrating. I played a game where you get five shots on the ball carrier and doesn't pop out. And you're like, damn it. Well, I was surprised I got that many shots on the ball carrier being down men and stuff. Yeah. But there was there was gaps where I could take a chance and I did it. And it just didn't pay off. I, I got beat at least 2 nothing, if not 3 nothing in this game. Um, no, I, I, I did get beat 3 nothing because <clears throat> there was a point where, like, he could have stalled out and ended the game. I mean, he has scored in the last play, but ended the game. And he went ahead and scored. We had to set up for kickoff again. I was like, dude, just step <laughs> on my head, end it, so I can go, yeah. go do anything better. Like, just anything. Go, go poop. Would have been better than going through another kickoff and all this stuff. But uh, Before whatever. the tournament even started. He, he played well. I didn't. I suck. Speaking of pooping, before the tournament even started, I casually myself against the bathroom. Oh, yeah? Chance's store, which we didn't talk about. Chance's new store is underground. I like it. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, in physically, it feels nice and cool. Oh, my gosh. It's like playing games in a cave. It was great. I, I didn't sweat all weekend. I loved it. It's much better than sweating all weekend in the old one. Yes. The new Critical Hit games. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, yes, so much more room. So much cooler. There is a but- tripwire. <laughs> Going to the bathroom. It sure is. Like a three-inch step. Yeah. Not even exaggerating. It's a three-inch step. And apparently, I was the only, I was the first person to actually miss it. And then I put both my arms up, like, in the door jam to keep myself from going head first. <laughs> so I got bruises on both of my arms. Um, and I told Chance, I'm like, dude, you've got to do something about that step. Oh, really? Yeah, you're the first one to tell me. Tell me that. About four people tripped over that. And then everyone else is like, yeah, I did that too. I did that too. Then say something. <laughs> yeah, that's just... It was nice having two bathrooms. Very nice having two bathrooms. He, he should probably invest in at least $10 to get new bath, you know, seat covers. Because those are kind of disgusting. It's pretty expensive starting a new store. Sure is. Something to do down the line. I didn't notice the seat covers, so... Yeah. Um, the only 
real negative to his store is there's no elevator, there's no ramps, it's just down a flight of stairs, and there's no way for any handy, capable person to oh, I didn't be able to th- get I didn't there. even think about that. You're right, because like in our store at yeah. Wizards, we have that wheelchair customer that I've spoke about before. Yeah, that was exactly what I thought of. You know, that guy came in and he was so excited because he was actually able to go up and down the aisles. Wow, There's, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, if you were on crutches, you'd be hard pressed to go down there. Yeah. So that's a negative. But I will say this: I was thinking when we first showed up, since this is the first time, my first impression of the store was is like. I know he's still working on getting the big sign out front and stuff, yeah, but there's just this like door, the week. right? Mm-hmm. There's a door. You walk by the door, you go down, you go down the steps, and then you go into the store. And I thought, I'm, I'm sure he's going to tell me that the foot traffic's better, but surely not. And throughout the day, there was people all all up in that store. All day. Just, oh, I didn't know this was all here. Up what do you store. sell? Or, yeah. And all people from all walks of life mm-hmm. and including attractive people like it, it felt you know how wizards used to yeah. have the occasional sorority girl that would come in yeah. and buy something for the sorority it had that college feel to it for sure well it's right by the college so it does make sense that's well, I'm that's telling good them yeah, that, oh, yeah okay they don't know no, it's a it's a good thing we did not see that in the other store no is what i'm trying to say no he's he's got more room it's cooler Definitely a lot more foot traffic. I think it's going to be great for him. Yeah, I do it's too. Definitely cheaper, so that helps too. Yeah. So. Uh, so, anyways, your round three. My round three. I played the second Ben of the day, Ben Crothers, I believe is his name. Um, and then he played Chaos Dwarves, and uh, he played with Hathark. So Hathark is awesome. He didn't come into as big a play as I thought he would, but he's still awesome. So did he play with Hathark with other bulls or just... No other bulls. Just Hathark. The six blockers and then five hobgoblins. And then Hathark. One hobgoblin with sure hands, one blocker with leader, and then five blockers with guard. Oh. Oh, Lord. So not only are these guys sturdy, hitting hard with block destroying me but they now have guard so i just can't do jack all now i kicked to him like i said i'm pretty sure i was not able to stop him i held him off decent amount but i think he scored at the end of the first half or so i received second half i ended up tying it pulled some bs and that's what elves do you know just go around but he was hurting me so much at the beginning I was happy to tie on the second half, and Jordell just wasn't doing jack all. He kept getting ones, failing dodges. I think he knocked himself out one time, failing a dodge. <laughs> it was very frustrating, but I felt good. I had him tied. I kicked off. I got a blitz. So Jordell's back on the field. I've got my blitzers. I go down the sideline. I'm not able to get right under the ball, but I'm able to get close enough that I'm annoying. And all of, he put all of his um, blockers on the line. So they're there. The ball goes basically to the sidelines. So he goes over and picks it up, does a, a semi-little cage, but he was not able to get a full cage around. And his blockers are still on the line because they're tied up with my guys. And I think I put some guys behind him to keep him from getting into position well 
I was able to blitz him and knock the ball out of bounds. So all I needed was the ball to come in and go two of the three directions, and I'm good. I bet I know what direction it went. You're 100% correct. It went right to the line of scrimmage where I had two or three people. I think they were all down the ground at that point. Mm -hmm. Ten squares onto the line of scrimmage right by his Chaos Dwarves who proceeded to pick it up and do a conga line down the field (laughs) of Chaos Dwarf, Chaos Dwarf with the ball, and then Hithark. And I kept hitting him and I kept hitting him. This is the game that I got like five or six hits on the ball carrier. Could not knock him down. And he just walked in for a two-to-one win. Wow. I was like, I just, I couldn't do anything. I think, if I remember correctly, this is the funny one. No, that was the next round. Anyways, unless I forget, I was so frustrated at one point. I did a two-die block. I was like, ugh. I guess it's really only a one guy. I didn't see that guy. So I rolled two pals. So I'm like, crap. So I go in to go pick it up. And he goes, no, no. It's still two dice. I go, yeah, but that guy. He goes, well, yeah, it's two dice my choice because of the other guy. <laughs> I'm like, ah. And he's like, but they're both pals. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> I lucked into a double, a two dice uphill pal. pal. <laughs> but that was my fourth round. Which, should I just go into that then? Sure, go to your fourth and final round. For that day. But yeah, that uh, it's so frustrating because I, I thought I did so well. Speaking of frustrating, uh, round four. I played Jeff Steggy, and this is a mirror match. He's got Pro Elves. He's got Jordell. He's got the two Blitzers. One with Guard, one Frenzy. He's got a catcher with block. He's got um, three linemen with block and one with wrestle. Wow. And two re-rolls. Sounds very similar. Like, almost like a mirror team of yours. It, basically, it's a mirror match. Okay. So we're going through. We're playing. And um, he ends up scoring. I actually intercepted, which was pretty awesome. Uh, I passed to Jordell. He failed to dodge for the handoff and casualty himself. So, yay on that. Um, one of my catchers casualtyed myself on a dodge. So, I guess my only catcher. So, yay there. My team is just completely imploding. And he's just, he's just scoring at will at this point. So, I think I'm down two touchdowns. I'm not, no, I think I was down three touchdowns when I figured it out. I was just getting so pissed. He was hurting me. He was getting all the dice rolls. I couldn't get anything. I was like, I don't get why a mirror match is doing so poorly. And I'm like, this is the second half of a mirror match. And I'm thinking to myself, why does this asshole still have a re-roll? Man, I would love to have it. And I say that out of I, I, I like Steggy. It's just, right. it's just you know, you're frustrated, frustration, like, like in my mind. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait. Oh, he might, he might have got a reroll on the kickoff or whatever. But I'm like, God, I can't believe he has a reroll still. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. I looked at the rosters. I'm like, yeah, mirror match. Okay, same, same. 
same position, same position, same same number of of guys, same star, same stars. He has two re rolls. I have zero. Wow. I screwed up the build, and I I just built it a hundred k too low. I had no re rolls <laughs> except for my leader. <laughs> And because I built it to 1.15, because it's our default of Oklahoma Bowl, I guess. Right. And uh, it, I submitted it. So it Drew went, reviewed it. Yeah, Tim it, reviewed it. <laughs> nobody caught it. Also, nobody caught Jordell. I didn't put in, in any of his skills because I had to write all that down. I forgot because I'm stupid. <laughs> so it went through the eyes of Fourth two people. round. On your World Cup team. Mm-hmm. You guys well, might... one, but yeah. <laughs> well, yourself and Drew. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you guys might have somebody else check your rosters. Well, that gets done automatically through the system. <laughs> but, yeah, the day... Imagine how you might have done if you would have had, had some rerolls. Two rerolls? Yeah. yeah, it would have been a whole different game. Yeah, that that changes a lot. Like, I was so pissed. I'm like, how did I miss this? How did he miss this? How did we all miss this? <laughs> Every opponent I went up against who missed it. And <laughs> They're not going to tell you in no. your hells with Jordell. Why would they? But uh, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> would you like to give yourself two re-rolls now or later? So I was extremely pissed. But then I thought back. I'm like, well, you know, I didn't do that horribly on any of the games except this final one. You know, things happen. Um, so it kind of made me feel better. But then it also felt like I wasted my day. But I, I didn't. I learned a lot of things. I learned I like dodge better than block. I learned kick is not that great because go up against a fast team and it's worthless. If it goes the wrong direction, it's worthless. So, Right. I, I changed some things up, but yeah, that was so frustrating. I was so pissed. Just <laughs> pissed at myself. And so what was your record after four rounds? Uh, well, I had one win. One win, three losses? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you learned some stuff, though. Yeah, I learned to build a friggin' roster, right? Yeah, so never listen to us when it comes to rosters. I think Rich was like, I heard you on the podcast, and I thought you'd built it wrong. Tell me. <laughs> That's not his job. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> and there's another thing. I'm like, I can't get too mad. I've done enough tournaments, played in and ran, <laughs> that yeah. I should know how to put together a simple roster. Yeah, well... <sighs> Live and learn, buddy. Yep. You learned the hard way on that one. So how did your fourth round go? Round four, I was playing against um, Nick. Uh, I, I'm not going to begin to pronounce his last name. Rudinsky, I think is his right. Sure. Sure. Um, Nick's always fun to play, competitive. He always usually comes with some type of goal in mind. This one was the, he wanted to get the most three-die blocks, which yeah. was a trophy. Or a miniature. He goes for that every year, I think. Oh, does he? Okay. Um, Because he has the overall record for it. Oh, okay. Well, I should have had last year. Going into that game, uh, he was playing a Nurgle team that spammed guard like crazy. No Mm -hmm. re-rolls, but super spam guard on every piece, which is really annoying. Um, Spam guard is just so annoying. This is another game where I pretty much was down players. Luckily, he had the his first goal was to obviously get as many three die blocks as he could. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, eventually, 
I scored. I think it was one nothing, and then eventually it was. I was holding out for a two nothing win. I knew. I was ninety nine percent sure Nick was by far the leader in three die blocks. So therefore, I was dodging my guys away and not giving him the satisfaction <laughs> of getting them. Not only that, but he had multiple people in the casualty box, so I yeah. really couldn't afford more injuries. And I wanted to get the win, but I think he was kind of getting frustrated by it because he was like un- so unsure. Like he's like, I didn't ask, and I don't know how close it is. And I, mean, I was like, even if you knew for sure that he was almost there, I mean, it's just part of the game, right? You have to. He's your opponent. You have to screw with him, right? And like I said, I didn't want to take too many injuries and yeah. something go wrong. And then, as long as you were picking up your players and not just leaving them on the ground. No, I wasn't doing that. I was dodging some sources away every now and then <laughs> just to get away. Right, and it worked. You know, so sure. It was probably frustrating in that aspect. Uh, and it, long story short, he got a bunch of three die blocks. I got a two nothing win, and so I ended up today with two wins, one loss, and one tie. That's not bad at all. Three out of those four games. I got the shit kicked out of me, casualty-wise. And it was super frustrating. And it wasn't the skinks. It was the nine-armor sources. It's just you? We've This has been a running gag, I asked, but it's I asked, not a gag. I asked Drew. I was like, am I doing something wrong with them? Because, like, eventually I stopped even following up blocks. Like, I would, okay, if I'm going to push your way, that's fine. I'm going to let you just get the one blitz on mm-hmm. me. Casualty casualty (laughs) now honestly i did not feel like i played bad at all given what i what was dealt to me yeah i think i played fine but it was very frustrating to watch didn't duder go like undefeated or something he won the tournament i think he went undefeated yeah or maybe they tied the last game but he had tiebreakers i'm not sure um but it was a mirror team maybe and he was being so successful he had block on the proxico though that's a big does, difference. Uh, is it? When you, what did you do with your Croxagor? Did, uh, was he ever part of the situation? Did you not hit with him because he didn't have block? No, there was never a situation. Did where, he ever double skull you? There was never. Um, no. There was actually a time, like twice in that game against Nick, I rolled. I used the bonehead. You know, I rolled the loner mm-hmm. and it worked both times. He never really cost me. Well, uh, so I, maybe Duder I left- also got two interceptions off me, which I... I'm sure I. I'm not saying Dude is not a better better well, player. No, no, than no. Me. I'm saying because he probably really realistically is. He probably thinks I'm an idiot because I was throwing so often. <laughs> well, like I finally get to play Steve. He's probably and this not guy the sucks. only one listening right now that thinks you're maybe an idiot. So yeah, but that's my problem. Is I don't want to play for a tie. I want to play for a win. And with elves, if I just sit back and try to slow roll a score, I'm going to get my butt beat. So I try to push and get that score, and then I get intercepted more often than not. Well, I understand. Um, it just happens. I get it. Talking to Drew, though, he's just like, no, you just had bad luck. Sometimes Blood Bowl games go that way, and you get you, armor broke. And I was You like, get armor just, broke with dwarves. I know. It's just, Unless there's a team that comes out with 11 armor. It's just, it is what it is. There's nothing... I didn't pop. I didn't get mad so mad that I wanted to rage quit. Even right. though, in my third game against Andrew, I was sitting there thinking, like, it was like turn three. And I was just like, you know, if this was Magic the Gathering, I would just shake his hand and scoop and say, yeah. good game. Good luck on the rest of your tournament. And I could go do something. That's- Blood Bowl is so hard because even when stuff starts going bad, 
you have to endure for like two more hours. I mean, you really do. It's just like... It's like the game with Steggy. You know, I'm down three touchdowns, and I'm not faulting him. He's trying to go for most touchdowns, so go for it. But I'm just so frustrated. I'm like trying to pull off anything, and I'm just failing the simplest of dodges and casualty myself. Uh, Hey, so three-die brawl. Highly recommended. um, In the end, Jennifer got best stunty team, and she got most casualties. Yeah. So she got two awards. So out of our crew, we take home two trophies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got. Um, they gave a lot of really good prizes away. I got the Chaos Cheerleaders. This was the best year for prizes. Yeah. at Three Die Brawl, I thought. Yeah, I, I love those by cheerleaders. far. Mm-hmm. They had some Pete Nifton artwork, like in a frame, matted. Yeah, Drew got a couple and he got them framed, and they looked great. There was really good prizes. Yeah, um, like years past. Chance gave away two complete Blood Bowl sets. Yeah. There was prizes for everybody, I believe, both days. <laughs> yeah, and the second day I got the last of the last. Like, oh, cool, I might get something else cool. No, Because the first day, I didn't get first you pick. You had Chaos Cheerleaders, though. I didn't get first pick because, uh, was it Duder that got the print first? Would he, someone take the team? Somebody took a team. Was it the, TJ that took the team? Well, TJ got the team. They... They that said was a whoever separate drawing. That okay, was a yeah, separate drawing. That's right. Yeah. So TJ won the painted like legacy undead yeah. team, which was really cool. I, anyways, I got like second pick overall, so I was able to get my chaos cheerleaders, and that's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was happy with that because I don't. I'm, ever since I was a kid, I don't win raffles. Period. Ever for anything good, and like a chaos cup. What have I won? You got that make your own meth kit. Yeah. And I got a bottle of uh, alcohol, that, alcohol that I don't drink. So <laughs> in all the years of going to Chaos Cup, that's the extent of my winning. Aside yeah. from like raffles where I paid to enter. Yeah, you got a good prize. Um, Jennifer got some Chaos Renegade dice that she doesn't have. So yeah. like, she got her some different block dice. So yeah, it was it was some really good prizes this yeah. year. So hats off to those guys for putting out a lot of and money. And it's a great time as always. It's fun to just hang out. That's one of those trips where we just enjoy hanging out more than we do the Blood Bowl. After the event, we went over to a place called Quentin's, which was like a little bar. It had bar food. It was fine. Yeah. It was good for what it was at the time. I got fried pickles, because I like fried pickles. And they came out as pickle spears, fried. And I basically burned my mouth on them. So that was lovely. Well... It harkens those, back to your dilly dog experience. Yeah, all those fried food things, you got to be careful eating them. But if you wait too long, then they're terrible. Yeah. So the they had, um, what was it, pretzel crusted cheese bites or something? Yeah, like they didn't that? taste like anything. I liked them a lot. The ones I got didn't taste like anything. Okay. But I may not have gotten good ones. So um, so we ate, we ate there, hung out for a little bit. We left, I don't know, we... Called it a night about 10 o'clock because we had a 45-minute drive back to Drew's place. Oh, and you went to the Kalachi Festival, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I did that on Friday. So Friday, this is all disjointed. Yeah, whatever. So Drew told me Thursday night, like, oh, we could go to the Kalachi Festival, but you know, I don't know what time they open. It's really early, and they sell out of Kalachis really early, and it's at this like church. Well, so I normally wake up at 545 here in Oklahoma, and it's dark. My body's used to that. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if I wake up at six fifteen, it's fairly dark. 
I'm pretty sure the whole sun is out and blazing <laughs> before six o'clock, not joking, in Iowa. Because it's just enough further over in the United further States. Further north. Further north and yeah. east. Not enough to t- change the time, but it's changing the time of the sun when it comes up. And so sure felt different. I woke up and the room me and Jim was staying in doesn't have like any of those dark shades or anything like that. So it was light outside. My body woke up. Everybody was sleeping. And I thought, screw it. I'm going to go find the Kalachi factory or Fest. Kalachi festival. And so I got the GPS out. I went over there, found it. And I was like looking for this like carnival like thing. Right. That's what I would expect. And I see all these cars. And I, was, I asked this police officer, I was like, is this like where everybody's going into park for the Kalachi festival? And he's like, no, this is the line for the Kalachi festival for Kalachis. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, you can get us up to three dozen. And once they're sold out, they're out. I'm like, okay. And so was I was this a drive through. It was a drive through. So I was waiting in this big, long line and I go up to this one person working and she hand me this little sheet with all the different Kalachis that I could get. She's like, you can get up to three dozen as long as they're in stock. I'm like, okay. So then I fill it out, give it to the next person in line. They go run it inside the church. Then I get to the very end of the line. They bring my kolaches out, charge my, my card, and move me on. It was like a drive through kolache thing. This is like a shitty fundraiser. No, they actually have a festival all weekend. This is the oh. homemade kolaches. So this is separate from that. It's just this a way is for totally people. separate. And they okay. said they, they normally better. sold out by like 9 o'clock. So me going at like 7 yeah. was a good thing because I got to get whatever we wanted. Yeah, so they, they actually were, do have the festival. This is just separate. And I said, three dozen? Who would need more than three dozen? And she was like, the one girl was like, if we could sell people more than three dozen, they would buy them. Because these are really good and people, so people around here really like them. They... I thought they were Kalachi factory Kalachis because they didn't taste any different. I thought they, yeah, they had just apple. fruit Kalachis. Yeah, they, they tasted nothing different. It was, when you told me they were Kalachi festival ones, I'm like, well, it wasn't worth it. It was okay. Yeah. It was something to do while I was in Iowa. It was neat. I'm not as picky as you. I like food. Well, yeah, I like food, but, you know. But you don't like fruit because it's like good for your body. I just ate apple. I had cherry. <laughs> I mean, just, it is what it is. I did try pomegranate, and it was not. I mean, I would After eat it if I had After your glowing review, I did not go for it. I thought it was blueberry, and then I ate it, and I was like, oh, this is not so great. It's kind of like having dirt on a kolache. Like, this is fitting for a halfling episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I did the kolache f- festival thing. Now, next year, if it's the same weekend, I don't know if I'll get up and go get kolaches. It just nah. happened to happen that way. So Okay. Kids liked them. We brought them home. That's good. The leftover ones. And uh, good stuff. They lasted. So that's one thing. All right. Ready to take a break and talk about Sunday? Yep. We'll come back and talk about Critter Cup. Okay. Well, I've just been informed that it is Critter's Cup. Not Critter Cup. Critter's. Right. As in the critter that is the mascot of Critical Hit. Right. Which I do like that guy. Yeah. I really want cool. a plushie of him. I think it'd be cool. I talked to Chance about that. He said, uh, future plans, future yeah. plans. It, I, yeah. He's said that for a while. Oh, okay. Well. But still, still <clears throat> in the future. All right. Who'd you take? I, again, took the Dust Devil tryouts. Just changed them up a little bit. 
If you're unfamiliar, this is basically a World Cup tryout tournament. Round one was day one for World Cup. Round two, day two. Round three, day three, etc. Except it stops there because it's only three. So um, I actually changed things up a little bit after my day one experience. I wanted to test it out. So I ended up day one or round one taking dodge on both blitzers leader on a lineman and legitimately have one reroll this time so now i have two rerolls do we want to just go round by round and sure. then talk about what we fill in sure that's fine i okay. i took um a cast team i passed on the corn team once again i know i talked about that last episode i had big plans on playing maybe corn at this weekend but there's a tournament coming up this next month and you'll hear about that probably next episode, so I don't want to ruin why or how, but there's a reason why I changed teams. I was for sure going to play a Tier 3 team because they got the most extra skills. They're the, they're the best for skills and cost and all. Uh, I still don't agree with this rule set whatsoever, but if yep. the 10 players at Critters Cup Gamma was any indication of what the World's Cup's going to be like... A lot of people are going, well, fine, I'll take a Tier 3 team so I can get the most skills possible. Yeah, there were no Tier 1 teams out of the 10 teams there. For a more thorough, in-depth view of that tournament, you can go to World Cup Report because we did an episode on it. Right. So uh-huh. we'll just talk about ours. Sure. Uh, my starting team was a Chaos team with four Minotaurs. Or, I'm sorry. Four <laughs> well, Minotaurs. That's a, that's a great team. Yeah, it worked really awesome. <laughs> Funny, uh, nobody caught that one. Uh, four cast warriors, one minotaur, seven beastmen, uh, had two rerolls and a cheerleader. I chose cheerleader because I had a cheerleader model. So uh, went with that. Uh, all four of the cast warriors started with block, the minotaur with block, and then I had a sure hands beastman and a wrestle beastman for round one. And when we go to round two and three, I'll explain what I did there. So many skills. Yep. All right. My round one, I played Rich Heffron friend of the podcast comes to Oklahoma all the time you played him yesterday or the previous day uh, so take Jordell first kickoff again I choose to kick and we get to throw a rock and we tied and Jordell gets a rock thrown right at his head and he's stunned <laughs> so that was annoying this is opening kickoff opening kickoff uh, you're thinking like oh here goes another day of this crap just that he was stunned. I was I was glad only that. Um, so Rich receives the ball. He's walking down. Like I said, he had Necro. Let me look. I think I can might have taken a photo of his roster. The Philadelphia Evils. Um he had two whites, two ghouls, two wolves, two golems, four zombies, two rerolls, two fan factor. Just get so much with those teams. Took guard on a white, mighty blow on a white, block on a wolf, wrestle on a wolf, and guard on a golem. And he's going down the field, and I mean, he had a bench, I guess, so he just starts fouling me and gets called out. Like, okay, cool. I'm good with that because I'm not going to hurt him. Right. And then he fouls me, and he gets called out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm cool with this. He ended up knocking down a blitzer. And one of my blitzers, he knocked him down. He surrounded him with four other people 
walked up and kicked. Actually, he had five assists, five total assists. So I told him, well, you're going to break this unless you roll double ones. And then he rolled double ones and got called out again. Nice. Uh, I That was like the only good stuff that, I mean, I held him off that first half. That really helped. And then the second half, I make my way down. I think um, I'm going down the pitch. I score pretty quick because I think he was on my heels and trying to just bash the crap out of me. Uh, he ended up losing a ghoul to dodge. So I kept trying to hit the other ghoul. Wouldn't knock him off. But, um, then I kick to him. He ends up scoring. Then I receive. And I'm, it looks like it's just going to be a tie. Well, I ended up winning by doing two dodges into tackle zones and then one out. This was on the sidelines and did a go for it and made it all without any rerolls. Good lord, dude. Well, I pulled off some elf bullshit. It was a it was just a good game. Uh elves did what elves need to do to to win. So I got 2 to 1. He was happy because he killed one of my guys and actually got a zombie out of me. So that's always nice. Nice. Who would you play? I played what do they call him down there in Iowa? The Blood Bowl God? Is it Tim Lyons? Yeah. Is that what they say? Blood Bowl God Tim Blood Lions? Bowl God Tim Lyons. Okay. Yeah. I played Blood Bowl God Tim Lyons. He was playing Nurgle. I had my cast team. We were the only matchup that was not in the back room where the other fields were at. So we were kind of outcasts, which was fine with me. Yeah. So Chance's store is set up to where you walk in, there's an, you can go straight which will get you to the main room. You can go left, which gets you to the bathrooms. And if you go diagonally, there's a room, which is behind all the counters and everything. And there's basically the wargaming room. that's mm -hmm. two big tables and then a whole bunch of terrain and everything. It's really awesome. Yeah. So we were the only field not in that room because uh, the other four matchups were in there. So me and Tim sat down, played, again, had no qualms, you know, it was one of these games where we just, there's nothing to argue about, yeah. this or that. Um, it was a tight game. Um, I stopped him from scoring the first half. I got the ball in the second half. And um, I scored one one nothing. So, there's that. That's all you can ask. So, um, I did get, I believe... He got a casualty or a KO on me, like, right off the bat. I was down people. And then either he got called, caught fouling, or I injured a guy or something. Yeah. Anyways, I started as the second half was all me. I started actually injuring some people, and I had him down. So I just stalled off the whole half mm -hmm. just to win one nothing. So that was game, one nothing. That's good. So And then we went to lunch. We went to that sandwich shop. I can't remember what it was called. It I was have some no clue. Sandwich shop that you can get like vegetarian food because Chance told us about the soups and all this stuff. It was, it was not really too bad. Good. It was pretty good. The pork sandwich I had was really good. Um, we all ate there. I believe everybody from the tournament except for Drew and uh, Tim ate there. Yeah, they went to go. The <laughs> they went and got sushi. Yeah. Uh, came back. We had round two. Um, I played uh, Matt Pairing again. Uh, he had a Nurgle team, so I was facing another Nurgle team. Nurgle to Nurgle. <clears throat> this is where I was facing 
the cool models from the new edition. Oh yeah. yeah. And like, they're so much bigger than like my chaos guys. So it was, I don't know. I felt like blood bowl envy or something. Like <laughs> I was like, why am I just this little guy? And yeah. Uh, round two, we got to add, uh, 50 K in skills. Uh, I chose uh, claw for one of my, um, Chaos Warriors, and that counted for 30k because the way the rule set works out. A single counts as a second single costs 30k. Right. So I did, you can't do a double. So I did that on my Chaos Warrior, not because it was optimal, because I had the miniature that I wanted to use. Right. With I the get claw. that. So I, I mutated him, and then I got a guard piece to go with my team. Um, we had a back and forth game. I eventually scored on like the last play of the first half. I believe to go up one nothing, and then the second half, I finally scored on the last play to go up two nothing, and hmm. um, he had me on injuries and stuff. I believe on that one too, but I ended up winning the game. So good. So uh, I'm two and zero going into the third round. Oh, I was teasing Drew like you know, please put me on table one because I've never got to play in you know where they have these fancy stadium pitches and stuff. I've never yeah, got they to have play a really nice one. one. I I haven't either. Um, and I was like thinking of all sorts of ways that I can manipulate, like you should have a raffle so I can have a chance to play there and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. I finally got to play there against Matt. So it was really cool. It's good. I took like probably too many pictures just because I thought it was cool seeing all the little fans and stuff. So one of these days it. we have to make a custom pitch like that. I know. I Especially know. that guy online that's doing his looks awesome. Well, there's a couple guys online doing awesome. Well, there's ones. one guy that's on the Blood Bowl community and he's doing like a super amazing looking one. Yeah, but there's good stuff. My round two, I played Chance and his Kemri team. I think they're called like the Sun Devils or something. That's right. They're the Sun Devils because it's Chance. Right. Why wouldn't they be? Again, I kicked off to him. And I swear, um, we rolled the rock. Again, I was like, there's no chance that this is going to... No, went right to Jordell. And he knocked him out this time. So, start of the game, gone. Jordell. <laughs> 260,000. Most of my team. Gone. That's good. Kind of hard to defend against that. Uh-huh. And that just con- that just started the destruction of dice. And his dice were on fire. My dice were stone cold. I couldn't do anything. Um, so he ended up going down the field. I think he took the whole time and scored. So second half kicks to me. Actually, first half, I believe he kicked to me, which is what made it even worse. And he got the ball and scored. Second half, I kicked to him. So when I kicked to him, um, I ended up getting a blitz, which is good. As always. So I've got the ball and you know, I got rid of kick because I just don't see it being good. But the ball still went towards his end zone. So not completely, but good enough. So I got the blitz. I was able to move my people around the sides. And he's got all of his big guys up on the front with some skeletons. And I'm going for the pincer move, just putting some pressure on the sides. And when he got the blitz, he goes, oh, well, I know what I would do. I wonder if you're going to do what I would do. I'm thinking like, 
uh, okay, why don't you just wait until I'm done, <laughs> then tell me, but, because I'm like, what, what, what does he think I should do? Well, I didn't do what he thought I should do, and then he told me what I should have done, and I agreed with him. Um, he had his blitz Ross and throw Ross in the backfield, and up on the line of scrimmage was everyone else. I could have gone for it a couple of times with some of my, you know, linemen. So if they die, fall and die, it's not a big deal. And I could have made like a wall in between the line of scrimmage and the people in the back. So it would basically separate his forces. Mm. So there'd be some in the back, there'd be some in the front. But what that would do, it would keep him from being able to even do a cage of any sort. So what he, by not pressing myself i allowed him to get the ball because everyone says camry can't pick up the ball but you've got sure hands you can pick up the damn ball he picks up the ball he brings some guys back after beating up my line elves on the line and he forms a good cage and then he just walks down the field so yeah uh, it sucked that that happened but it was very I just never thought of that strategy of actually cutting the field, you know, pieces off from each other. Because mm. that does help if, you know, if you can't get a good cage, then there's not much you can do. Um, I did end up, at one point, pulling off some elf BS and knocked the ball out. I grabbed the ball and it was basically total elf BS where I had to go into tackle zones, pick up the ball in tackle zones, dodge out and throw. Well, the throw... I pulled back one of my guys to make it a short pass instead of a long pass. Mm -hmm. If I would have made it the long pass, he would not have been able to blitz me. So I needed to actually count out to see how far away I was. Because I counted it out, and I'm like, well, he could get me, but he'd have to go for it twice, and then it's a one die. Mm -hmm. Well, he, he, he did. <laughs> and my pass was like a five or a six. So... Even if it was a long bomb, I would have gotten it. It was no big deal. So what, that's another thing I learned is if I'm going to pull off elf BS, actually do elf BS. It's fine. So he was able to blitz me, knock the ball out, and I wasn't able to score or anything, and he got it back and went down the field. So I ended up losing two to nothing. You know, it was, it was a decent enough game. Um, like I said, my dice weren't in it, and no Jordell on the kickoff really hurts. Yeah, that's really bad. But it's still fun. Got to play Chance. You know, he's on the World Cup team, so it was awesome. And who was your round three? Um, my round three was the other part of the World Cup team, Drew, and his Hill Valley Hootenannies. So this is my second Necro team of the day. And he had two Flesh Golems, two Ghouls, two Werewolves, two Blitzers, or two Whites, excuse me, and four Zombies, and two rerolls and two fan factor. Sounds familiar. Both of his golems had guard. One had block. His ghoul had sure hands. The other one had block. He had two werewolves, both with block. And a white with guard and another white with guard. Oh, I hate guard. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty annoying. Um, I kicked to him... Uh, he ends up just caging up. And this is another part of those things I need to learn how to play better, just in general. I went for the ball. I tried to stop him from scoring. 
well, there's really no need. I should just let him buy me and then go off and score and stay alive and then receive the ball and then try to score real quick and whatever. Um, I put some line elves on his werewolves to kind of draw them out. So he made the cage. And to try to get into the cage, I was putting people on the werewolves to try to make him draw them to the sides, break up some, and then put people around. I was basically throwing bodies at a cage, which is not good if you're elves. No. Not really something you should do. I was able, with my sidestep blodgers, to maneuver to where I was able to get a couple of hits on the ball carrier, even in the cages. But there are one dies. They didn't do anything. Um, I attempted a blitz with Jordel. One die. I got a skull. I shouldn't have done that. I just, I was going too much for the ball when I should have just been happy to wait it out and then go for the ball at the very end. Maybe. I don't know. I. He scored first half. Um, second half. I'm trying to score fast. And it was the first time all weekend that someone had left the sidelines completely open to where I'm receiving. I can send my guys downfield like an NFL wide receiver thing. So I've got a blitzer and a lineman on one side. And I got a catcher and a lineman on the other side. Well, on the side with the catcher, he ends up putting a flesh golem on the catcher. And there's a white further down the field. Jordell, it was a high kick. I think Jordell gets the ball, whatever it was. And I did a pass with Jordell. So I, I dodged through his tackle zones, got open, and I was throwing to my catcher. He has nerves of steel. I haven't got to play with that at all. So I was just wanted to do this. And I was so worried about what I was going to do after I got the ball that I didn't count right. In my head, I knew it was seven. I'm like, okay, well, seven's a zero, not a negative one, which is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I even said, I'm going to pass there. And Drew's like, a uh, long pass? I go, yeah, whatever. I, I've screwed it up. I rolled a two with Jordell and fumbled it. Like, even if it got down there and bounced around, I had enough people. He didn't have anybody who really who could get the ball consistently. Right. And Jordell would have been open. No, I, I, I screwed it up. I'm sure Drew thought I was an idiot for doing it. <laughs> Because <laughs> why, why would why I? Why Steve and my World Cup team? Yeah. Um, so again, I lost one win, two losses. Hmm. And it's, it just is what it is. But you were undefeated going into the finals. Yeah, I was playing against. Um, and they don't do top table on this one, right? Because <clears throat> the no. other tournament they do top two get first and second. They this just do the top two, which is fine. It's only three rounds, yeah. so I, I get it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure as I was going to the top table, somebody told me that, like, yeah, they do top table, and then about halfway through the game, they're like, oh, no, it's standing, so I'm going, oh, crap. Um, I'm playing Ben. I believe he's from the same guys that hang out with Duder and all them. Mm-hmm. He, came, he came with that crew. Um, he had a human team. Um, he had four blitzers, all with guard. One of them had Mighty Blow piling on. He had a catch with block, a leader, uh, throw with leader, 
a block lineman, a wrestle lineman, and the mighty Zug. So this is the guy that I played first round the previous day. Oh, uh, was it the same bin? Yeah. Okay. Oh wait. No, I think. No, I guess not. No, these are different bins. So. Okay. Um. It's just a lot of bins. A lot of bins. He was he was undefeated too. He's, he he beat Drew to get into the finals. Uh, in this matchup, we're. I said top table, only two undefeated teams. As long as one of us won, there would have been a clear-cut winner for first place, and then second would have been up in the air. Okay, yeah. Um, I kicked to him because he won the kickoff or whatever, and um, he right off the bat starts piling on and kicking me and all this stuff. Anyways, it's starting to work. He's starting to peel people off the pitch. I'm frustrated. As Jennifer said, you know, like she's thinking like, man, Scott's not doing well because of his <laughs> body reactions. And here I am undefeated on the top table. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell by your reactions. <clears throat> well, I was you trying getting to... mad usually means you're doing well. So I'm just trying to keep cool and play my game. Even yeah. when I get like guys get hurt, knocked off the pitch. And it was very early on that my claw piece got um, destroyed and gone for the game. I think he might have been the first or second casualty of the game. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, first half, I managed to get the ball back from him. I can't even remember how. I think I just took a chance, went in for like a one-die block on this mm-hmm. guy, dodged through some things. I, I thought, I, I'm not going to get too many opportunities. Now's the time to use that re-roll and go for this. And I made my dice rolls. I got it. The ball was on the ground forever. I eventually scored. Uh, halftime, it was one nothing. I'm thinking... Ah, even if we tie, no matter what, I'm going to get second place because it's the top table thing. Right, yeah. And then that's when somebody breaks it to me like, oh, you know. No, <laughs> no you, you need because to win. here I am going in the second half, and I think I have eight or nine players on the pitch. That's all I have because I so have so many guys injured. And I'm not recovering my knockouts. Uh, the day before, in my game against Andrew, I was two out of 13 recovering knockouts. Two for 13. Today, I wasn't all in this game. I wasn't getting my knockouts. Anyways, um, I get the ball back, though. So I'm thinking, like, just play your game. Calm down. You have the ball. You can do it. Mm-hmm. You, you can stall if you need to. You did it against Rich the day before and all this stuff. So I'm doing my thing, doing my thing. And then he starts hurting people. <laughs> and so it's becoming like 11 on 8 or whatever. And he's closing in tighter and tighter on me. And finally, it was about, I think it was turn five or six. He left. Um, there was a Chaos Warrior and a lineman hitting each other on the other side of the field. Well, eventually, he gets his lineman up and moves off and walks away from him, mm-hmm. which I was hoping he would do that. I thought, if if I have to, I can swing the ball on the other side and maybe, I mean, he's a Chaos Warrior, but he has three agility, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's not terrible. People never no. think about them. Chaos Warriors are great pieces. So I got in a situation where, like, I was either going to fall on my sword by Ben's doing, most likely, unless he rolled bad. Mm-hmm. Or I could take initiative and fall on my own sword with my dice rolling. <laughs> So I did what I had to do. I did a few blocks. I did a blitz to clear up and I moved my ball carrier up and everybody thought like I was just going to move the guy up and take a chance on hopefully I get two pushes or whatever. Yeah. Ben had plenty of re-rolls. He had three re-rolls. 
I still had all my rerolls, and I thought I called a pass action. And they're like, pass, Ooh, pass, you know. And so there across the field was that open Chaos Warrior. Why wouldn't you? Well, I don't know because like the main thing I wanted was not to fumble the ball. If I yes. don't fumble the ball, the ball's on the other side of the field. It makes him very difficult. Oh, absolutely, it changes everything. I'm down on men, but maybe I can hold off somehow, or at least yeah. at least it's going to be just a tie. Um, and then we'll and see where tiebreakers If he go. doesn't have anyone there and he's got to spend another turn to get there and everything. I couldn't believe it. I rolled the six, though. <laughs> on the pass, it was a perfect pass. And then I rolled, I think, a four on the catch. <sighs> and then my Chaos Warrior starts going down. But then I make the mistake of like trying to get into a better position or what I theorize is a better position. And I realized that I probably should have kept my guy there. Anyways, I failed to dodge, which gave him an opportunity to go after my ball carrier. Um but lucky for me, like he failed his go for it or something like something happened where he failed some dice rolls. So it didn't come back to haunt me. I stalled out. Um, he still put pressure on me though. So I didn't get to stall it till turn eight to t- walk it in. I had to walk it in early and then I, I won two nothing. So I won, I beat Tim Lyons one nothing. I beat Matt Pairing two nothing and I beat Ben two nothing. And I am the Critters Cup Gamma champion, my That's friend. That's awesome. Congrats. With my, inevitable city rampage and i took a picture after the game because we were in the stadium with these this is how many guys i had survived (laughs) the game this is my surviving team at the end of the game two chaos warriors with block four beastmen one of them has sure hands one wrestle one guard so my other skill positions are gone yeah well my other guard and my other wrestle are casualty or ko'd good point yeah and then my minotaur those are my seven guys. Did we say what skills we added? I did. Yeah, and you did I too. For, did I say I added pr- block and dodge on the catcher? Pretty sure you did. I don't think so. And then I added two catchers on the last, two dodge on the last day. I don't think I mentioned that. Playing this chaos team once my minotaur got down. Yeah. The biggest thing to do though was like to have the willpower not to blitz with the minotaur just to get him up. Yeah. But it was so important that I get him to stand up. But I was like, I can't afford. If he rolls the one mm-hmm. and every time I made the decision of, I'm not going to blitz with a minotaur. I'm just going to move him. I rolled one like three times in a row, which would have been a fail on the blitz mm-hmm. anyways. So I'm like, thank God I didn't do that. I was like, realistically all weekend I played well, but today the results were like, you're going to get rewarded for playing well. That's why I like pro on a minotaur. <sighs> so because you can attempt that, and you got a 50-50 chance of doing it again. I, I get it. Uh, but, I know. But. Yeah, my Minotaur stayed down so many times in the second half. It was, like, really pissing me off. But oh, it was so nice to get one of those long, those one, like, take a chance passes. And when I made that, people were like, whoa. It's like, dude, <laughs> I didn't really do anything besides, you know. As long as I rolled a five or six, it was going to go on that side of the pitch. But it still looked awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's really what you want is just to get it away. So it was fine once again to get beat up on the field a couple games, but come out victorious and get a little trophy. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, good times. I was I was really happy. But I thought I would do better with the Lizardman team. But Duder, made, Duder took Lizardman for the first day and chaos for the second day. And after he won with the lizard men, he's like, well, Scott, you're going to win now because <laughs> we're going to do exactly the opposite. And he did, he did terrible. And I did good. So I don't know. I was pretty happy. Yeah. Nuffle is weird. Sometimes Nuffle is very weird. <laughs> if you would have told me like, yeah, you're gonna go three and zero, and I'm like, 
I was so giddy after beating Tim Lyons the first game. I, I told Jennifer when we were walking to lunch, I goes, just remind me later when I'm griping that I got to beat Tim Lyons finally. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, okay. You, <laughs> you'll do fine. You'll do fine. And I'm like, we'll see. So Yeah. It doesn't bode well when the three guys who are going to the World Cup, uh, Rich is also going to the World Cup. So four people who are going lose. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Chaos is a good team. Gets so many skills. Yeah, it helps when you roll decent too. That but does. I mean, that's every Blood that, Bowl game. Honestly. That's all Blood Bowl is. But yeah, good times. I was yeah. happy to win that. I also won the raffle for the other Pete Nifton print print yep. that was matted. So I was very happy about that. Just got to get the other one matted now to be the same to, to match it. I know that's the bad thing. Now it's like one super awesome looking, and now I have my other ones that mm-hmm. I'll probably have to send to Drew and say, "Take these to your mat place <laughs> and get the same thing done." So. Yep. Anyways, that's pretty much it. So my weekend, I went like, um, I had five wins, one loss. I only had one loss in seven games, which I, if you would have told me that going into the weekend, I'd have been like super happy. I had I was really grumpy two wins. Saturday. Well, both first rounds too. You got to play with more rerolls, bud. It helps. <laughs> it really helps. Yeah. Hey. That's thing that's all I got. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this. We'll come back for some shout-outs. It's time to wrap this puppy up with some... Shout-outs! Okey-doke. Was that not as good as it should be? I don't know. It just sounded like it was going into an ACDC song or something. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's not a bad thing. So first off, um, I do want to go back before we do real shout outs. Um, I thought I had more notes for the halflings. I'm like, I know I found something interesting in the books, Okay, but I couldn't find my notes. And then I remembered, oh yeah, I took photos of stuff. So I remember. So just in case everybody thinks you're like, oh, Steve's always organized. He does this. He's really anal about this and that. Well, he has notes in about seven different places. Yeah. This, this, this was a rough one. I took photos of stuff. Mr. Organized is not so organized on this one. I tried, but anyways. He's getting older and scatterbrained. So in it's all the whacking. The eh, probably not wrong. Um, in the book, under the Thindle Cup League tournament, when it's talking about different types of stuff, it does mention the Stunty Cup, and the only teams that make up the Thindle Thimble Cup are halflings, goblins, and ogres, or any future team which is categorized as a Stunty team. League commissioners may choose to open this up to include underworld denizens that contain no Skaven linemen, thrower, or blitzers, and lizardman teams that contain no Saurus or Croxagore. First time in official fluff or writing that those teams have been even partially hinted at. Well, I mean... Right? Yeah, from what I know. I thought that was interesting. I mean, really... Yeah, sure. I know a lot of people read into the, you know, future teams thing. Like, oh, they're going to come up with a whole bunch more stunting teams. That doesn't mean Jack. Yeah. That just says that if we decide one day to release a team on this app. Sure. And make it canon, we can do it and you guys can't gripe about it. Well, I just thought it was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Also elsewhere, they made mention of from the Badlands, home to innumerable goblin tribes, to the Mountains of Morn, where the majority of Noblar teams, complete with the trained ogres, Ed, hail from. Blah, 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 blah. So, first mention of Noblars as a team, but it's essentially ogres with Noblars, kind of like my ogre team, the pig barter knobheads. Oh, you think, you think they took your fluff? I don't really think that. But well, let's just say they did. I can imagine that they did. Sure. But also just kind of interesting that they did Noblars. Hmm. That's really it. I just, a couple of interesting things. Okay. So what, what shout outs you got for me, bud? Uh, first off, I want to talk about Jason Anderson. He emailed about, he had a question about throwing a goblin with the ball into the end zone. If he doesn't land and he kills himself, do you still get a touchdown? I was like, no, you got you got to land and stay alive until the end of the turn. Right. But he also mentioned he sent a lot of questions about sevens. And this is what I mentioned earlier about how we don't have time to play random one-off matches. Okay. That was basically the reply I sent to him. I was like, you know, we've never played sevens. Nope. Not that we dislike the game or have anything against it. But mainly it's because we don't play to play the game. We play for the league aspect or the fluff or, you know, the leveling up characters and the rivalries. The role-playing side. Right. So doing a one-off game that is just a sevens game doesn't really hold any interest. And anytime there's been a sevens tournament, it's been at like Chaos Cup or Moracle Cup, where we're going to be playing a crap ton of Blood Bowl anyways, don't really want to play another day of games. We'd rather just hang out with people. I agree. I mean, I'm... Yeah. It's just... But he did... I did think, you know, maybe one of these days we could do a, a Sevens League. Because we, we could invite... We could try that, yeah. I guess. It's faster games. We could invite people and, you know, do something different there. Because that would allow us actually to play it and actually care some. That might not be an actual bad idea. So yeah. Just to give it a shot. Maybe get some new players since the games wouldn't be so long. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe, maybe something to consider. Nice little, like a tryout thing at the store. You know, you come in, you play a few games, and you work. Right. Because a lot of people have been talking about Blitz Bowl. Like, is Blitz Bowl a good candidate to teach people the regular game? It's not really. Because the rules are too different. It's a whole different game. No, 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 no. Blitz Bowl is board game Blood Bowl. Right. Which is great at, but it's not a good way to teach people. Sevens is close enough that it's a decent way to teach people. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Anthony Landers, who uh, texted me through Facebook, even like right before this podcast. He said, hey, hey, Primo. Or Primo. Hey, Primo. It's Italian for one or prime. The best. Yeah. I like what he says here. I know Steve doesn't want you on his team, but a spot just opened up on the All-Stars United if you changed your mind about going <laughs> to the World Cup. And no, I can't pay pay for you. Well, Anthony, I appreciate you asking me to play, even though Steve didn't want me on his team. Not and, true um, at all. I'm sorry to say that um, it's not in the budget or the time to go this, to this World Cup. And that's why you're not on our team. Yeah, well, I'm not, I get it. I'm not willing to sacrifice everything like Steve is. Well, you have a family and I don't. So exactly. 
I'm but, able to put my life and livelihood on the line. <laughs> but thank you, Mr. Landers, for thinking of me as the first person or second that you probably went to when another person dropped out of your team. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But at least he thought about me. Yeah. But I love how he said, I know Steve doesn't want you on his team. You're damn right he doesn't want me on his team. <sighs> Three years ago, he started planning this team. Can you commit to this? No. It was like last I got a family. year. Last January. But uh, has anything changed? Are you able to go? So, just no. saying. No. Not really. All right. Uh, we got Joe Smith writing in, buddies of ours from Springfield, and he's doing Mystery Bowl July 20th in Springfield, Missouri. You can find more info at mysterybowl.home.blog. And Mystery Bowl is based off the Scooby-Doo mythos. Hmm. So, hoping hmm. to make that. It's like five and a half hours away or so. There's also a tournament in San Antonio that weekend. Oh, by Jay Pena. the same. Damn it, that's right. All right. Um, I can't remember what Jay Pena's tournament is. It's in San Antonio. I believe it's that little con. Shout out to him. Um, I know I found out about his his tournament after the Springfield one. If I can go to any at all, it's going to be the Springfield, only because I committed to that one first, because I knew about it first. But truth is, is I'm going to start training soon for the second part of this new position at work. And um, I'm going to be working nights. So if I get done with nights in time, I'll go to Springfield. If not, then I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, just kind of get stuck there. But uh, I don't have a choice. I mean, training's training, so. Yeah. The San Antonio one is the Battle for Alamo Bowl. And it is July 20th. And uh, Well, I understand. They're so far away that it's not like they're going to distract from... Anybody except for maybe us that's in the middle. Right. <laughs> and that's just how things are. I want to get down to San Antonio. I want to go to one of Jay's tournaments really bad. To be and He comes to ours. He's a great guy. Yeah. And I've heard nothing but good things about he, his He runs so. great tournaments, but it's just every time it's something weird. So everybody up. south and then Texas go to Jay's tournament. And everybody further north go to the Springfield tournament. Yeah. Get you some Blood Bowl action. And if you can split it into two people, you can go to both. Yeah. I think you should go to the San Antonio one, and I'll go to the Springfield one like we split it before. We've done that before, yeah. We could. Yeah. You just don't want me. You don't want me on your team. I'm just going to take the shorter trip. <laughs> I'll I invite Anthony Landers to be on my team. <laughs> well, no, I will, and I'll pay his <laughs> way. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Michael Yule, who came to all the way from Canada to Oklahoma Bowl this year. He said he's going to come back every year forever, he promised. I don't think he said that, and, um, but he, he might have. He sent this picture, this like badass, like grim, iron jaw tattoo that he yeah. got with a Blood Bowl football underneath it. It's pretty badass. It really is. Um, like and a, he took he painted a great model that he took to Powtown, so he's one of the 58 there. Oh, okay. But, but yeah. That's a, a classic that's, that's Blood Bowl a, that's tattoo. That's a real man Blood Bowl tattoo. Yeah, it is. is that, a, that was on his shoulder, right? Is that what it, where, where it was? It was on his body that well, I know. It was like on his Well, no, does on his body. Tattoos usually are on people's bodies. That's what I've heard. I'm pretty sure it was somewhere, if I'm correct, on his body. I want more specific. I couldn't tell from the picture. It could have been on like a shoulder blade. I still can't tell. You call it the picture. 
It looks like it's his arm. If I had could to be his leg. Could be his leg. It is a we got, very tight picture. We got skin here. So <laughs> if that's black, then it's either like shorts. Because this wouldn't be a shirt, right? Uh, could that be his knee going up through his knee? I don't know. Anyways, we don't know where it is. Michael, where's your tattoo? It's really badass, but we don't know where it's at <laughs> on your body. Which we don't have to know. Maybe so that's, that's fine. Butt. Yeah, I don't really want to know. Grim iron butt. Oh, we've also got Jason York, who's running River City Dungeon Bowl Two on December fourteenth in Jacksonville, Florida. It's a six-round Dungeon Sevens event and the final event in the Voodoo Tournament series. So that's a ways off, but he asked us to send some swag to him, so we're going to send something out. Six-round Dungeon Sevens. I don't even know what Dungeon Sevens is. I'm assuming that's like Dungeon Bowl. Yeah. just seven players on the yeah, team. Yeah, but how many, te- how many people do you have on a Dungeon Bowl team? Well, you can have more than seven. Can you? Yeah, you make a normal roster, and then they just slowly go into the dungeon. I, I guess so. So maybe it's maximum seven players. Is it a smaller dungeon then? I don't Probably. know. Probably. You, right. should, you should go. And let us I know. guess we could figure that out, but <laughs> we don't. We've also got Bradley, and I'm going to butcher this, Burrenhide. That might actually be right. Uh, he emailed about a few different things, uh, but one of the things was there was a giant lot of figures that was on eBay that he was looking into buying, and it's just a whole bunch of like twenty teams or something, fifteen hundred bucks, and it was cool to see. He's like, "Do you think it's worth it?" I'm like, "Well, uh, like I don't think you can get your money out, unfortunately, because it's the old teams." They just don't sell as much as they used to. There was a time that those things were going for a lot. Yeah. And they might in the future, but... Well, I mean, if somebody has a choice between an old halfling team or the new halfling team, they're going to pick the new ones because the scale creep won, yeah. and it's cheaper, and they're plastic, so you can customize them. And there's also the fact of not even GW, you know. If you want... if you Do you want the old Norse team... Or do you want the new third-party Norse team that are really cool? So it's just, I love the old stuff. That's what I go into. That's what I collect. That's what I'm probably always going to play. But, right, yeah, it's rough sometimes. So he didn't buy them because of you? I don't know what he did. He probably didn't buy them. This name sounds familiar. Did he just friend me on Facebook? I believe so, yes. Okay. He's from Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I just accepted his friend request. So if anybody wants to be Scott's friend, find him on Facebook. Or, well... Well, your your fan account, anyways. <laughs> it's pretty much my only account. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> if anybody is out there, this is a shout-out to myself. Uh, Wizard Asylum's got some copies of Death Path in. If anybody wants a copy of Death Path with the Kickstarter characters and the collector coin... And a character pack. Uh, it's only $35. If you... Brian said I could offer some through the podcast before he puts them on the shelf. So I'm offering now. If anybody wants one, you got to have some Scott Prime Art or some, you know, Johnny P. Scott will be happy to sign games. it. Uh, we can get you a copy of Death Path for $35 plus shipping. So I'm just letting it's you know. It's a pretty big box. So, if you're in the U.S., it's probably... 
10 to 12 bucks a ship yeah i'd say that's probably fair but if you're in if you're really interested email us at both down podcast at gmail.com and we can find out the real sure. cost for you yeah we can do that um otherwise they're i gotta run a demo day coming up a couple weeks and uh we're gonna put them on the shelf and everything else that's cool wizards so if you really want a copy we got a few copies to give to sell all right that's sold a few copies at um three dot brawl that's awesome yeah so good stuff you're telling me before we started we needed to contest steve yeah been saying that for a few months what's the prize uh it's the same world cup t-shirt that we've had since oklahoma bowl okay so we have a world cup t-shirt extra large all you people you send things to the both down approved twitter page or whatever you send pun names to piss off whoever's running that or you try to be serious and send something cool. So for this contest, send a picture of your team and a roster of the team. I don't care what the skills look like, but if it's a necromantic team and it for some reason the theme is, is there's only one flesh golem, put that in there. And we're looking for team name theme and player theme. Like, Not necessarily they have to have a theme, but they have to fit... In the Blood Bowl role-playing universe, according to Scott. <laughs> uh, There's so no the e- other way to describe it. And if you need samples, you could look in the new, new Halfling magazine of Spike. Is that more than fair? So That's the tallow fair. candles? The pink <laughs> yeah. panthers? I expected somebody like Phil to, t- <laughs> to take the Greenfield Grass Suckers and just change their name slightly with the same roster. The Grass Greenfield Huggers? <laughs> but it's going to come down to like, I'm going to pick like two, and then Steve's going to pick the best one after that. So if you want to participate in this contest, you can email it to us at both down podcast at gmail.com that's fine with me just put world cup t-shirt contest in the title so steve can set all those to the side for me to look through okay and we're going to give you until how long oh i don't know let's go through july 31st that way we'll give we'll record a podcast and then we'll have the winner after that works for me that's plenty of time for you people that download this thing late that's true it should be easy because you could just go, hmm, what's my favorite team? I already have the fluff built around this. Blah, blah, blah. I don't need paragraphs. I just need a team <laughs> name. Preferably probably place mascot or really justification of something that sounds cool like the yeah. Chaos All-Stars. And then I need player names that are pretty awesome, including coach. That'd, that'd go a long way. Okay. You're going to have to make Scott Prime care about your team and be like, I'm happy I played this team. Like Ben's team that I played in the finals, I saw that all his players had names, Mm -hmm. but then his team name is Floyd's Transportation Services, and that just didn't feel as good winning the the Critters Cup Gamma against Floyd's Transportation Services. I was sad. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that have been better if I played like the Everheim Eagles? Not if they're human, but yeah. Abraham's like a human place, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, I guess so. Okay. Because he had them all these cool names. All his players had names. I'm sure it makes sense to him. Floyd's transfer. Yeah, now I'm probably I'm starting to see that like player one was probably some guy he worked with at Floyd's Transportation Services, or we got his. Is camper. that what FTS stands for? <laughs> Isn't that what FTS flowers? 
I don't know. I don't know. We it, don't know. It sure makes a big difference when you play a good fluffy team and you can beat them. Winning would be nice. <laughs> I would like to know that feeling. <laughs> you will. Well, Steve, all these practice games you're doing now, you're going to go to the World Cup and you're going to win more games than you lose. Not I'm gonna already happen. predicting that's that. That's not going to happen. All right. Unless I play a lot of then drunk, you are drunk really, people. You are really tanking your nap ranking in, in Elf Union. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing well for a while, and then after the, I forgot about playing the online tournament, and then these two tournaments, and then Buccaneer Bowl next week. Um, we shall see. Yep. All right, we're gonna let you go. We'll see you next month. We'll see. You. Yeah, we'll see you next month. Man. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F A T F I N L E Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down approved, send a tweet to BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Oh my, Hilbert, these folks here sure love you this week. And it looks to me like you've been eating some of Grandma's fixings. I ain't missed no fiddles there, Gene. It's good to be here tonight and good to see you and all these beautiful people. Hey!